Hi everyone, welcome to the Food for Thoughts podcast episode 96. Um, we are your bi-weekly Kung Fu Cinema Martial Arts Cinema podcast. I am Sean, I am the host with the most, who once saw a ghost and likes toast. Ooh, I, I couldn't have, I didn't get one. I was thinking hard, I was, you know I came up with? Frost. Oh, well I don't like to boast. That doesn't rhyme with oast. We good? Colin Jost. Uh, that that man there who I want to roast Damn. is uh, is Cyrus. I got summed up. Hey, how's it going, guys? We're uh, me and D Bon are a little tired, yeah. but we will get there. I'm yeah. good. I'm high energy, like like the Coco Beware and Macho Man Randy Savage tag team. Were they called high? En- no, Coco Beware and Owen Hart. They were called high energy. That's good. They to were know. called high energy. They sure were. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hulk Hogan, what a tag team name. Hulk Hogan was in um, a, a tag team with Macho Man Randy Savage, and they had an amazing name. Mega Powers. Mega Powers. Yes, what a what? treat. What? And uh, that, that interview is just... And that woman over there who's giving off mega power is my wife, Devin. Hello. Hello, everyone. Very purple. My wife. I am very purple. Yeah, she's got a purple velour tracksuit on. She's very fresh. I told her earlier that like she looks that. like Missy I Elliott. Like, I, I, I don't. I feel like tracksuits. When I hear tracksuit, I'm thinking more of the '80s, like the uh, that type of. Okay. It's it's like it's a velour sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think of Russian men with chains. Got you. Yeah, <laughs> they do wear or Italian men with chains. Yeah. Yeah, well, they wear a lot of tracksuits. Used to wear tracksuits back in the day. A lot of a lot of UK people used to wear tracksuits. That's got to be incredibly comfortable, right? It is, which is exactly why I wore it. I don't have very. Oh, many. I thought that you were talking about the fact that she has her feet up on your table. No, oh. she's he's talking about my clothes. Oh, your clothes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I need more comfy clothes to wear out that look decent walking out of the house. Uh, I'll be honest. You know, we like to feel relaxed when we're doing the podcast. Yep. I like I like to I don't I don't like to wear jeans anymore. I'm in sweatpants. I'm in a t shirt. Does that have a zipper on it? These sweatpants? Yeah. No. Okay. No, just a tie. Are there sweatpants that have zippers? I had ones that looked just like that and I had zippers on them. Oh. Not like a zipper in the front. Are you talking about like zippers elsewhere? Ye- that sounds right. Not oh, a, okay. it's not a single zipper to be found on this bad boy. One thing about those though is you know socks. Or I know socks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they. I'm aware uh, of socks. They, they adhere to your skin. It's, they're tight. So- socks. Yes. Okay. Yes. The polyester, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. I had those pants, and they had like suction cups on the end of them. Okay. So all my sweat would just be like. Oh, they it all be caught to the bottom. Got you. No, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I won't get too uh, too warm tonight. You shouldn't be because my AC's fucked up. Okay, but I'm I'm high energy like Coco Beware and Owen Hart, <laughs> so you know I might I might I might build up some kind of precipitation on my body. Gotcha. Moisture. Um. Yes. So this week we are talking about a particular film. We are talking about 1986's Writing Wrongs, aka Above the Law, not to be confused with the Steven Seagal film called Above the Law, which we did for this podcast. Jamaican. No, I'm I'm Welsh. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I believe I believe that was the Jamaican one that uh, we did for the podcast. Punani. I think I did about. You want the punani? Yeah. If no one understands that reference, please make sure you look up the Stephen Segal song. Type up me want the punani. Me want the punani. So disturbing. Because uh, Stephen Segal 
He wants to punani. He's so disturbing. Just, he's not a well man. He I has a song. So. He has a song called Croc. Sorry, I'm laughing now. He has a song called Crocodile Ass as well, <laughs> which I, I I appreciate. I don't know what it's about. What's wrong with this man? I don't know what it's about. I can't. I can't even think of what it's about. The only thing that I could possibly think is like a crocodile's back has like ridges, but. Why would an ass have ridges? I thought that maybe, like, it was a phrase that you're as tight as a crocodile's ass. Like, you know, you know, like the front one. Excuse me? Or her figure. No, like, either stingy with money. I'm not on, I'm not good to Or maybe, maybe her figures is, I wasn't talking about her vagina. If if he sings that her vagina is tight as a crocodile's ass, I will be very upset. What if it's, like, ridged? Like a... Ew. We're not going Ridged there. for his We're pleasure. Not going here. What's going on? Right? We're not going here. To be honest, oh, I'm not. I'm not even entirely sure what Stephen Scott's ever seen a vagina. Yeah, yeah. Although back in the day, I guess he was a stud. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Have you seen him run? It's not good. Yeah, I've, I've seen him run. Yeah, back when I was chasing him for an autograph. <laughs> Um, okay, everyone, we're going to get into a few things that we've seen over the last two weeks. To be honest, ain't seen much, baby. Nothing very interesting that we haven't seen. Started 1883. That's one on my list. We started a little-known show called 1883, which is a... Uh, a prequel to Yellowstone? We haven't seen Yellowstone. But I is don't that like the greatest have... show of all time, apparently? Apparently, apparently yeah, Yellowstone is great. So we were just like, maybe we should watch Yellowstone, but we don't have Peacock. <laughs> but we do have Paramount, and on Paramount is the prequel, 1883. So we just started watching that. And I tell you for what. It's real damn good. It's a fucking good show. Turn down for what? It's <laughs> That's right. It's really, really fucking good. Yep. Um, it's just basically a bunch of people walking the Oregon Trail, and shit happens. You ever play that shit? Oregon Trail? Mm-hmm. Dying of dysentery? Ooh. You better believe it. One of your oxes are dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn, that shit was flames. And funny enough, this show is a lot like that. Um, no one's gone dysentery yet, but the oxes, they've been in trouble. Or the, the cattle, they've been they've been in trouble. Dysentery is like... It's, it's shitting guts. yourself to death, Yeah, basically. So. Yeah. Hmm. But 1883, it's got Sam Elliott in it with a... Uh, a monster of a mustache. <laughs> I mean, he's killing the mustache game. It, it not only goes over his top lip, it pretty much goes over his bottom <laughs> lip. It's a beast of a mustache. And he's doing, Sam Elliott is doing what Sam Elliott does in every single film. He just plays like a grizzled cowboy. Um, yeah, it's, it's... It's really good. It's really, really good. Um, it's, it's almost like, I, I guess this sounds bad, but it's not bad. But it's kind of formulaic in the... They, they're just walking through the, down the Oregon Trail and some shit happens. In every episode, some shit happens. That's not but, bad. But the shit is varied. And you, the characters very much get fleshed out. Like, there's one particular girl who's going through a hell of a character arc. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's great. Um, she's a little too pretty to be in this. I mean, she stays pretty as well. She should be covered in muck by now. But uh, she, she stays very, very pretty. She's like this attractive blonde girl. Um, but she's great in it. She's mm-hmm. fantastic. I don't know who she is, but she's fantastic. Um, Tim McGraw is in it, the uh, the country singer, yeah. and Faith Hill, his wife, the country singer, is also in it. They're both very good. Who Dude. sung? Faith Hill didn't sing. Kiss me under. Who's that? Uh, that wasn't a country song anyway. Who sang that? Mama movie. Um, Love that song, dude. Is it, is it Faith? Someone? Is it Faith? No more. I don't think so. Uh, okay, hold on. Kiss me. Song it's definitely not Faith Hill though. I fucking love that song. Avril Lavigne also did a remake of it. Wait, is that song not called "Kiss Me"? Beneath the something twilight. 
I don't know. <laughs> Can you not find it? No. Kiss what did you me. Google? Kiss me song. <laughs> oh, beneath the milky twilight. I don't like that. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, six it's sixpence away, the, the richer. Yeah. Which is close to Faith Hill. Right. Um, anyway, 1883, really fucking good. Uh, I recommend it to everyone. You do not have to have watched Yellowstone. Um, I'm sure there's tie, tie-ins to Yellowstone that we're not seeing. Um, Doesn't matter. It's a, it's a fantastic it's show. still a solid show. Um, what else did we watch? I think that's it. It's fucking Downton Abbey, you know what I'm saying? You still watching How it? How far are what you? What season are you on? Eight? Four. Holy shit. I I'm on and off. I'm on and off. Doesn't sound like you're not, off. I have not been binging at all. Oh. You got to have your, you needed some coffee. You need to be <laughs> hydrated. Yeah. And you need just like a nice. Tuxedo one. A tux. Yeah. And like a lot of vegetables just to oh. keep everything, to keep your body regular. <laughs> you can't sit down and watch it for five hours. No, you lose your lot of time. Okay, got you. Got you. It's fucking Lord Anthony Hopkins and Dame Judy Dench and yeah. fucking whoever. They're all up to shenanigans. Maybe yeah. like two episodes at a time. That'll do, yeah. That long episodes as well, right? Like an hour. An hour and a half. Hour, fuck that. That's a lot. It's a lot of show. Um, I watched, uh, I took a risk and I watched, uh, I rented Clerks 3. Ugh. Um, (laughs) Ugh. I like Clerks 2. I actually quite like that film. Mm. I'm not sure it holds up now because I I imagine the dick jokes that happened back then don't quite hold up. Clerks 3. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Kevin Smith uh, goes less for the dick jokes and more for the "Hey guys, I'm going to make you cry." It's very emotional. And you um, hate that man. I want to fight Kevin Smith in a ring. Although a lot of people, I've said this quite a few times on Twitter that I want to fight Kevin Smith, and a lot of people have messaged me and be like, "Dude, he's just doing that and blah blah blah." And I'm just like, "Well, you're kind of right." And I guess I forgive him a little bit. Although in Clerks Three, no director has sucked his own dick more than more than Kevin Smith. Because the people in Clerks 3 are making a film, but they're making Clerks 1. So it's all meta. And it's it's Kevin Smith going, hey, they're making my film. Remember my film where I said all this funny shit? They're now writing that funny shit into their film. Um, but it's not that bad. It's a- See how professional that was? What? Did that she was great. Moved it, she moved that the mic perfect. to cough? Yeah. We're getting no, better. I do that all the time. Good. You're not getting back. We're learning. <laughs> I assure you, you're not getting back. Um, so, Clerks 3, I didn't love. I gave it two and a half out of five. It's fine. You'll enjoy it once, maybe. It's not nearly as funny as you think it is going to be. Rosario Dawson's in it for like five minutes. Um, yeah, it's uh, Kevin Smith's wife's in it. His daughter's in it. It's very self-referential. And uh, I'm uh, Cyrus, I think you're going to celebrate uh, me and Devin last night we started a little show called "It's Always Sunny in you Philadelphia." Did we did. We watched the first I'm two episodes. Speak, I'm going to speak for a moment, if you don't mind. <laughs> Please do. Okay. Um, I need to crank you up a little bit. I just need to say that that's one of my favorite shows, top three. Okay. And I've been asking you to watch it for a while now, mm-hmm. and you said you have, and it's not your cup of tea. It's not your brew. It's not your twinings. Mm-hmm. Your Earl Grey. I've got something to say. Uh, on top of that. So, I have two questions. Yeah. How many have you gotten through, and what do you think? We watched two episodes. Two, so far. And I must say, I don't know what happened the first time I watched the first episode, because the second time I watched the first episode, I found it funny. Yeah. <laughs> I found it. Is that with Charlie? It's the racism one. Yeah. yeah. 
And do you know what? I'm an old biatch. <laughs> I actually found it like more, way more funny than I thought it was going to be. It wasn't like la- I didn't laugh out loud in many moments, but some some moments got a hearty chuckle out of me. Uh-huh. I mean, even the moment when oh, Ch- I know Charlie is. Uh, I'm who, so happy right who's now. The, who's man. the who's the skinny one? Oh, the Mac, brother. Dennis, Charlie, Dennis. Dennis. When Dennis is trying to get hold of Charlie's phone and they're just wrestling on the college campus, that made me no, laugh. No, no, that was no, Mac. That's Mac. Oh, Mac, that's sorry. Mac. That made me laugh. Yeah. And it shouldn't have, but I just found it quite funny. And Because um, the pauses they have, they're like, you're not going to yeah. take my phone yet. Yeah. And then yeah. they, they I, I, I thought that was funny. Um, I, to be honest, they nail the racist jokes because they're kind of, you're laughing at them because they're racist. Like when he says, "Is she?" We're re- laughing at them because they don't know better. Because they're, they're not yeah. racist. No, no, they're just dumb. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Those especially people, Mac. Oh, at oh the Mac. End. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Like to be. He's clear. like, "Oh, you called her your sister." <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah. actually true this time because she, she is your sister. Yes. Then he just kind of gets quiet. Yeah, <laughs> I. Those jokes are like very, very good. Um, I mean, yeah, he's like, I, I didn't mean that you're all related, but in this case, you are related. So I was kind of right. Yes, um, he's very much got like a David Brent style of like not self, doesn't have self realization, and I kind they of all like don't. That. Yeah, we'll find this out. Yeah, so I, I thought I thought it's pretty good, and I like the second episode as well. I think I know what it is. The kid, uh, Charlie. Okay, Charlie. Yeah, that's not bad. He was, he was okay. He goes nuts on that kid, right? Yeah, that's, that's the funniest <laughs> bit. That's yeah. the funniest bit when he goes nuts on him. Yeah, it's always. I enjoyed it, and I look forward to watching more because apparently it gets better. So. It gets much better. Yeah. So they are the only things I've been watching a whole bunch of like rewatches. I haven't really been watching an awful lot that's new. Um, Watch some Hong Kong horror films that I don't always watch. Mr. Um, Vampire? No, I don't really want to talk about them that much. Um, I watched I watched one called Centipede Horror and one oh. called Red Spells Spells Red. Um, mm-hmm. And the only thing that I was very upset, the films are pretty shite, not that good. Um, unfortunately, they have extreme animal cruelty in them. So, real animal cruelty as well. I'm not talking about fake animal cruelty. If anyone is thinking on picking them up, because they've just been released on DVD, on Blu-ray, from Era 4444, if anyone's thinking on picking them up, please be warned. They do offer you a cut version or an uncut version. I recommend watching the cut version. Because some of the animal cruelty... I don't cruel- even want to hear what they do. I'm not going to say on this. Right, I'm not going to say on the podcast. But some of it is brutal. Just just recommending, you know, be careful because it's it's gross. Um, yeah, and otherwise, I haven't really been watching much. Um, let me check what my last few... Uh, my last few um, letterboxed watches were. You know what? I broke today, Devin. Oh, yeah? You know I'm a nerd, right? Mm-hmm. I played this video game. It's called World of Warcraft. Right. I've stopped for quite a while. Oh. 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 Did you pick back <laughs> up? Because I was like, it's too much. I can't sit in a chair for hours. It hurts my back. I need time away from work and mm-hmm. a screen so I can lie naked in my bed and watch my tablet. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's different. My back is failing much better. I, I hopped on because recently I, I joined the, dis- the Discord and just chatted with the homies. Okay. Been such a long time. Ever we were joking around, people were having a good time. I jumped on today, and I'm like, I still have a subscription. I'm still paying money for this stupid shit. Yeah. I'll go on one more time, and I'll cut it. Yeah. They get you. How long were you on? They get you real good. You're on for like four hours. I was dabbling. I was in and out. I was watching the movie and that. 
Yeah. Two two hours or so. Okay. I casted a couple spells and I was like, oh yeah, this feels good. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice, <laughs> baby. That's the stuff. Yeah. I ran around a little bit and was like, yeah. So we'll see. Um, I I have to say, uh, I am laughing at the moment, um, just because of Cyrus's belly. Yeah, is it good? It's. I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> oh, it's out. Is it? It's up. It's up and fun. Is it funny or is it off-putting? No, no, it's funny. It's come out to play, but it's on your peak. Right. <laughs> um, should and, I uh, keep it like that? I think you should. I think you should. No, that's off-putting. <laughs> so from my from my uh, uh, vantage point, I don't really see it. Oh, from here, I yeah. see it all. You're, yeah, you've, you're full on. You're, yeah, you're it's like it's a, in your line of sight. It looks like a dog's belly. Yes, yes. Soft. I appreciate it. It looks like you're halfway to turning into a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, I do I do want to mention a film that I rewatched and actually liked way more. It was a film that me and Devon watched a while ago. Van Helsing? Kate. No. Oh, I did watch Kate. And yeah, I saw you. Kate is still solid. Yeah. I watched Wrath of Man again, the Jason Statham film. Oh, I didn't care for it. It's fucking dope. I, I was wrong. I, I actually really enjoyed it this time around. It's a medieval. I guess shit. because I oh, was expecting oh. more action. Yeah, I was expecting more action, and and I get it. That's not what it's about, but I just thought it was very. It was bland. It's actually good. I enjoyed it. And for anyone uh, who wants uh, anyone who has Shudder and is interested in a good Christmas movie, there's a film called uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas on Shudder right now, and it's about a killer animatronic Santa Claus. And I tell you what, it's a fucking good one. I enjoyed it. A lot of fun. Anyway, let's get into this bloody film. All right. So, Writing Wrongs, directed by Corey Yoon. Um, starring Yoon Biao, Cynthia Rothrock, Melvin Wong, Corey Yoon, Fan Su Wong, and Wu Ma. Martial arts directors, Yoon Biao, Corey Yoon, Mang Hoi, Siu Xia, whose name I hate because I struggle with it, and the Samo Hung Stuntmen's Association. Um, all right, so let's get into the film. Uh, Cyrus has gone on a, a, a pilgrimage elsewhere. <laughs> so, Devin, you're the, you're the only one. So, what did you think of Rising Wrongs, aka Above the Law? What did I think? Um, it was fun. It was. It was. Uh, it was fine. There was there was some issues that I that I have with it, but overall, a uh, good, uh, very good action. Um, this was our first uh, Cynthia Rothrock. Um, yeah, I, I liked her. All right, you um, liked Cynthia. I suppose I could watch this again, but it didn't. It didn't blow my socks off, but it was fun. Okay. All right, fun, fine, okay. Cyrus loaded you like he was blown away. You you hated this film. I I I got halfway through and I didn't want anything else on this planet other than I wanted to turn it off. Okay, oh so boy. I fought so hard to get through this. Really? Yeah. What was your what was why? Your what was what was it's your like, grind? I don't give a shit, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't okay. give a shit. Okay. That's all. Okay. I will say one thing that I, if I have to say something I liked about it, the ruthlessness was surprising. Oh, yeah. I did not, (laughs) there are not many movies where they have a character being that aggressively murderous. Well, let's just say, I mean, everyone knows about this film. I assume everyone listening has seen this film. Let's just reveal the, the big point in this film, that every single character dies. Yep. Every, the only character that survives is Corrine's dad. The old policeman. Yep. Every other character dies. Sorry if you look confused. Who's that one? 
Coryun's dad? The 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 when they argue about smoking yeah. all the time. His his dad, the police officer. Um literally everyone Cynthia Rothrock, dead. Yun Biao, dead. Melvin Wong, dead. Coryun, dead. Grandpa, Fancy Wong, dead. Grandpa, dead. Yep. Everyone in this Main character dies. dead. Yes. <laughs> Both main characters, Cynthia Rothrock and Yun Biao, dead. That her going, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yep. Um, so, to let you both know, uh, when this film was first screened in Taiwan, everyone came away and said, don't like that. Don't like that everyone died. There is a... It's the best part of the movie. There's an alternative ending where Cynthia Rothrock lives, and Yoon Biao, even after falling from the plane, they drag him out of the water, and he gets convicted to life in prison in that one. So for the for murders. Like a sequel? Wow. So, hmm? For like a sequel, possibly? No, life in prison. No, I know, but he's like alive and like maybe that could possibly. Oh, I don't think they planned one. I think it was literally, we killed everyone. We'll just be a little less mean. Well, he should be in prison. He's a murderer. He is a murderer. He is a murderer. (laughs) He's he's a bonkers murderer. (laughs) Killing everyone. Yep. Um, So there is an alternative ending um, where, yeah, Cynthia Rothrock does live. um, And it is on the Blu ray that we have, um, but I had to watch the Hong Kong cut uh, where everyone dies. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you know that Cynthia Rothrock does not speak Chinese? Yes. And she was speaking English the whole movie, and they dubbed her. She sure was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She definitely didn't write that Chinese fucking letter. She definitely didn't. Character? There's a few things in this uh, in this film where I, a woman is meant to be holding something or doing something, and they're man hands, baby. Lots of, <laughs> lots of man hands. Uh, her stunt double is an Asian man. Right, let's get on to this. <laughs> yeah. Right? right? I know yeah. we're jumping around, but we have to jump into this to start with. Okay, so this film... Bar none. I've never, ever seen another film that has more egregious, obvious stunt doubles than this film. Because, to start with, in the very first scene that Cynthia Rothrock is in, Yoon Biao doubles her, he is in makeup, and he, oh. does, and he does not have a wig. So he just has his hair. Thankfully, for the rest of the film, a lot of wigs going on. A lot of men in wigs. Yeah. Um, and it's very funny because you can still see their faces. Uh, Xiao, Xiao Ho doubles uh, Karen Shepard at the end and Cynthia Rothrock towards the end. Yeah. Lots of doubling. Lots of obvious doubling. Lots of men's faces. Yep. Um, Karen Shepard is the other white. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She looks, like, she looks like that lady from Blade Runner. Daryl Hannah? The, no, the other one. Uh, the, the oh, okay. Cylon. What are they called? The Cylon. <laughs> That's from Battlestar Galactica. Replicants. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Um, yeah, apparently uh, Cynthia Rothrock was doubled by a very, very famous kung fu actor called Mang Hoi, and uh, she fell in love with him, and they started dating. So that's an interesting little uh, tidbit. Another interesting tidbit is that Cynthia Rothrock was not meant to be in this film. She was originally cast as the bad guy in Jackie Chan's Armor of God, but Jackie Chan punctured his head and like his brain started coming out of his head, had to go to hospital for a very long time, and in order to kind of get Cynthia Rothrock on a project, Golden Harvest was like, oh, we'll put you on uh, writing wrongs. And uh, this may have been the cause of why uh, um, Jackie Chan didn't work with Yoon Biao after that until, what, Rob B. Hood. Um, but, yeah, why? it could be a reason because he stole, essentially stole Cynthia Rothrock. But, she, he, but couldn't he couldn't work. do any. He couldn't do He yeah. was still miffed that he didn't have her in his film, one of the greatest female martial artists. That How she, is that you, Mouth fault? Jackie Chan was injured. I'm just, I'm just throwing around possibilities. 
Just listen here, Jackie. Right. I know you listen. <laughs> I know you're a patron. But I that's don't ridiculous. think that's right. This is Cynthia Rothrock's favorite film of her own that she's ever done. Rightfully so, because she's done a lot of garbage. But um, this is she. Best. She would beat me up. Like it's not even a question. She's probably sixty-two years old, and she'd still beat you up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she. There was one small thing she did. She pulled the young, the kid. Yeah. Towards her at the police station. I was like, no, nah, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of aggression in that pull. Yeah. Uh, one of the funny things about this film is Karen Shepard, who, yes, is the other white. Um, she was very, very upset that her character died at the end of the film. <laughs> and she said... Um, she was, what is she expecting? She said it would affect her career and that she didn't want her character to die. So Corey Yoon was just like, all right, we'll have, a, have you uh, live. And then had her running away. And then when she went off set, they filmed her death with a stunt person. Ooh, that's pretty good. And had her die anyway. <laughs> Which I fucking love. That Why is so shysty. That's yeah. crazy that yeah, you that is pretty totally shy. do that. Yeah. And there's nothing they can say about it. Nope. No. It's their film. You can, you can do whatever they want. Um, Melvin Wong, who's the bad guy with the mustache, he claims that the entire uh, hangar, airplane hangar fight was actually um, guest directed by Sammo Hung. That Corey Young did. Uh, Corey Young didn't do that. That Sammo Hung did it. So, and Sammo Hung's uh, stuntman association is listed as some of the choreographers. So it could very well be that he stepped on and uh, did that. And then the last thing I have is Yoon Biao genuinely did the dangling from the plane, which yeah. we saw. Yeah. He also wanted to do the skydive, um, but it was filmed in New Zealand, and New Zealand government was just like, "Nah, dog, you can't do that." So yeah, I think they're all the tidbits I have. Um, okay, so we've got one person who hated the film, one person who thought the film was okay. I watched this film a few, probably two months ago, and I didn't love it. Oh. I didn't love it, and I found it pretty boring. I watched it this time around, and I much, I liked it much more. Um, I'll say why. I think the first time I was watching it in a long time, a few months ago, I wasn't paying attention. I was on my phone. I was diddling myself <laughs> doing all kinds of shit and just wasn't paying attention paying attention to it this time around i actually preferred it a lot more i think it's a i think it's a solid film i think the the brevity or the brevity is comedy right or is brevity shortness yeah okay i didn't mean that then i knew, i meant the comedy levity, levity that's what i meant yeah Thank I, was, you. I think brevity is more yes. like a seriousness Oh, is it? I thought brevity was shortness. Yeah, it is. If brief brevity. Yeah, if it's brief brevity. Damn, I'm yeah. smart, man. Yeah, Fuck so yeah, smart. dude. So smart. I like to say one smart thing a, thing a week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I thought I thought the levity was actually okay. I don't think the comedy is that offensive in this film. Uh, it's annoying at times. Dude, with the eating, man. Oh, you're right. Concise and exact use of words in writing or speech. Yeah. Shortness the, the, of time. Corey Yoon's eating? Annoyed you? All the dumb guys are eating his foods all over their I face. A, yeah, I one of my one of my particular issues with a couple of films are like this, just useless little like moments. I know what you moments, mean. Moments or even they just could have been cut useless from the film, you mean? or useless side characters. Okay, all right. Like the whole thing with him and his dad and their back and forth. Interesting. I will say that their fucking chat about smoking, their back and forth about smoking, which happens three times. Yeah. Absolutely pointless. Yeah. No no yeah. need for that it whatsoever. Shit. Maybe it's just like the dad trying to show us that he really loves his son. Oh, it is. It is. It Still, though. It has meaning, but it's pointless. kind of just corny. Um, so the film starts, and I, I the film starts, and then I start with a question. What country are they in at the beginning? That of was the my film? first note. 
what country is that? Lots of whites. Because, yeah, lots of whites. Uh, his teacher, his mentor, is a white, white guy. And oh, what shit. country are they in? Is he supposed to be in Hong Kong? No. Is the white guy no. not? Okay. Doesn't the guy... Oh, yeah, but then there are a lot... Then, But then when there was the... There was the chase when they was doing the, the car chase. I was looking at like business signs and it was all very much in English. I didn't see any other language posted on any of it. So I don't know what country they were in. There's a guy playing an accordion in the street. Italy? <laughs> Spain? France? France? I don't know. They were definitely in Europe. Yeah. Something's going on. I think, yeah. Uh, those cars as well that they were driving. The cars and European. the license Yeah, the license Those French plates. like, they like the accordion. They do. But uh, yeah. The first note I have is actually is the accordion the worst instrument in the world? Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> I've got one. Bagpipes are pretty high. Mm, harmonica. That's pretty good. I hate the harmonica. You know, I love a Stevie Wonder song, but every time he breaks out that harmonica, get to fuck, Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> get to fuck. Get to fuck. <laughs> um, although, there is a hidden accordion gun. Which is just a man holding a pistol that's kind of tucked in the side of his accordion. He's just holding an accordion and a gun. And a gun, yes. yeah. Yes. So, long Very story effective. short, um, Yubiao has a, has a mentor, has a professor that's teaching him. And at the start, he gets murdered. Um, why did he get murdered? Why are you asking questions like that? Okay, no one knows. Okay. No one knows why he got murdered. Okay. Uh, bad guys. Oh, yeah, because he was, he was prosecuting some bad guys. Bad yeah. guys. I mean, isn't that the same with I all guess. fucking lawyer shows? That's, like, the whole, this is, that's the whole movie. Yes. Bad guys trying to save their butts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, a good car chase, but in the shittest cars that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... <laughs> Corey, you uh, murders them. Yun Biao murders oh, them. Thank you. Uh, Yun Biao mur- murders them. Murders like, some guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, straight murks them and then just... <laughs> would have deal. Would have immediately gone to prison. Right. Not a big deal. Yeah, Walks away. Kill three free. people. Right. Not only not only does he kill Broad these daylight. people and walk away, he flees the country. No, he doesn't even flee the country. <laughs> wherever, he goes back to Hong Kong. Yeah, wherever they are. Yeah. yeah. Just broad daylight. Not a fucking care in the world. Yeah. Property be. damage. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, then we get a scene where... Um, so we get a, we get a, a courtroom scene where Yun Biao is now a prosecutor and he is prosecuting um, two gangsters. two gangsters. But before that, we get um, Peter Cunningham dressed as a uh, police officer, and he goes and <laughs> murders everyone oh, black in, guy. in this apartment. Black guy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, was crazy. I just want to say, if you live in Hong Kong, the most conspicuous, not inconspicuous, the most conspicuous thing you can do is send a black man to commit a murder. Yeah, no offense. People, yeah, no offense, are going to remember a black man in Hong Kong. A black police officer. I'm guessing, I'm guessing there aren't many black police officers in Hong Kong. I'm just putting that out there. 33 years ago? Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. So they send a black man to do a murder, which is, yeah. So it turns out, yeah, it's witnesses to this, to the gangster's trial. And he, (laughs) he shoots them. Yes. Which he doesn't need to do. Right. Because then, after he shoots them, he puts a bomb on the outside of the door and basically takes out that whole fucking floor. Why not just do Why that not to just start do the with? bomb? <laughs> That's what that was my note. That's why not just pretty Why good. not yeah. just set off the bomb? Why bother shooting them? Yeah. He blow- it's really sad because he blows up this dude, blows up the kids. He that kills are in all it. the adults. This entire family. And then in the apartment building, you get like a, a shot of all these children, all these like children crying because yeah. of all these dead adults. And then he just blows the kids blows up. Blows all of them up. Which I thought was great. 
<laughs> in, a, in a very vicious way. So, uh, spoiler alert, they were going to testify in Yumbiao's trial. They don't turn up because they're dead. And, of course, the two bad guys get let off. Yep. Yes. So, they get acquitted. And, um, oh, by the way, how do you feel as American? Pretty good. Oh. No, no. Well, how do you feel? Are you all right? I'm okay. Okay. I'm getting more lively. Nice. Levity. How do you feel as an American about? I'm gonna I'm gonna just say two two words to you. Lawyer wigs. Hate them. Yeah. Hate them. How dare you? They are a British staple. I'm aware. How dare you? They just look so silly. <laughs> so is fucking gruel. That's a British staple. I don't want that. <laughs> is Gruel British? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think Gruel is... Like an Oliver Twist. Like an Oliver basic. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, maybe. Tar and feathering. That's not cool. I don't want that. Tar and feathering is not British. Is it? The Ku Klux Klan used to do that. They got it from somebody. Hey, American Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, yeah if, that's, want to, if we want to go there... That's the you, sun. We yeah, the sun you, got got some, you got some bad shit. Yeah, they're awful. I don't like them. I'm all about lawyer wigs. I'm into them. I'm into them. Well, I think like, sure now, you are today. Do you know what? Yes. No. I don't know if they still have them. Do they still have them? No, that's I think ridiculous. I believe they do. Really? Yeah. Like um uh in the in like um like the cop shows that we watched in like Line of Duty. Hasn't there been like courtroom scenes well, and they're wearing them? So yeah, I'm assuming if they're happening on TV currently, then they're still happening. I think in real lawyer life. wigs bring two things. They bring a lot of silliness, but they also bring a degree of class. I kind of like how they mesh together. I don't know if they bring out. How dare you? I think you like the silliness. I like... Like, if you have black hair and you're wearing a giant white wig. I like that there are people talking about murder, child murder, in court wearing wigs. That's You like the silliness? Yeah, kind of. I might be more okay with it if they were, like, all-encompassing. Like, if you couldn't see... Yeah. Like, if they were a real, like, full wig. The fact that it sits atop someone's head and you can see their actual hair underneath. If it was, like, a full, like, a full wig, so, like, I didn't see that person's... Afro wig. I didn't see that person's actual hair. Okay. Then I would be less bothered by it. Fair enough. I like him. So that's my vote. Oh, if sure. anyone who in charge of how that works over in the UK, <laughs> they full, they will listen to this yeah, podcast. Absolutely. Sure. If yeah. you, you should change it, I do like that in the UK and Parliament, they have two sides and they just fucking sun the shit out of each other. Yes. All day long. Yes. It's like a reality show. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I agree. I do like also that um, I, in America, I like that lawyers are called lawyers. I like the word lawyer. I think it's I think it's a strong word. In the UK, they're Barrister. called barristers or solicitors. solicitors right. I don't like solicitors. No, solicitors isn't good. It's isn't like someone that looks your house and <laughs> solicit oh, prostitutes, like solicit a bribe. Yeah. What does solicit mean? It means to to um, solicit. Yeah. But someone, if someone comes to your house and like uh, wants to sell you something, Facil- they- facilitate. I think it means facilitate, like facilitate a bribe to solicit. To when to, you to sol- create, yes, when you solicit a prostitute, it means to facilitate the fucking of a prostitute. <laughs> facilitate that ace. Yes, exactly. Yeah, facilitate that booty hole. Um, a person, a solicitor, a person who tries to obtain business orders, advertising. Uh, Facilitate, that's a good Second uh, definition, yeah. The chief law officer of a city, town, or government department. Sweet. I wanted to be a solicitor growing up. And then I was just like, nah, dog, I don't want to be a solicitor. I want to be a barrister. I want to get up in court. I want to argue. 
And then I realized I couldn't do any of that because A, I was dumb as shit. And B, I was scared of talking to people. So wasn't the ideal job. You're better at that. I'm better at that now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. think you could be a lawyer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I yeah. could definitely be a lawyer. Yeah. I think do you, you could. Do you, have to, do you think you have to be a citizen to be a lawyer? Probably, right? Probably. I, I don't, don't think so. You think you can be a permanent resident and, and become a I've never lawyer? heard anything. I don't see why not. You're not a permanent for resident. or you against America. You're allowed to go to school here. I'm going to go to lawyer school. Do it. Lawyer school. That's Whether what they call it. <laughs> yep. Whether you have to be a Definitely citizen, not you have law to school. be a citizen to take the bar, I don't know. You think you could get over that bar? Hell yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yes. You think well, I could? Be honest. You think you could? Do you think I could? Be honest. No, I don't yeah. think any of us could. You could? get Pass the bar exam? Yeah, smart cookie. The only fucking bar exam I'm passing is when I spit that hot fire. I got That's bars, got bars. You got bars. Yeah. Oh, no, 30 seconds of bars. No. Okay. Oh, anyway, plenty, <laughs> <laughs> plenty. Um, if anyone knows that reference, nobody. No. If anyone knows plenty, plenty, then please let us know plenty. because if you do, we will dap you up. Because and here's a here's a hint: double DDT down the stairs. You yes, go. you can uh, take the bar. Okay. You do not have to be a U.S. citizen. All right, as long as you pass, uh, uh, as long as you graduate from school, uh, which I um, have not done. <laughs> Um, so in this film, the uh, the judge lets the two guys go and then takes Yumbia on the back and said, I know I let them go, but how about you kill them? Pretty much says that, right? Yeah. He goes, he goes yeah, and I know I let caught, them go, I'll but take care of it. we can do something. And he does a gun sign towards the bad Kinda guys. Weird. And he's like hinting that someone should kill them, which is insane. Well, did we watch different versions? Probably. Because he was basically like, I want to kill them, but I can't. Yeah, that's What do you weird. think? Yeah, that's, he's like, you should do it, buddy. Yeah, that's kind of what he says in, in our version as well. Um, then we get a weird scene where um, uh, there's a kid and Yumbi asks him what his name is and he says, they who call me Fat Boy. <laughs> who is this kid? Just a kid. Oh, that, oh you're oh, talking about... Boy. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the other one. The, st- the, the girl. The, the girl that... Oh, him. I thought we'll you were talking about we'll the get thief. get to him in a moment. Um, we know him, right? We've seen him before? We do. I know that face. We do. I don't know if we've seen him in something, but he is in the first It Man film. He has a fight with Donnie Yen. I re- That's interesting. He's in a lot of films. He Is this his first film? Yeah, I reckon. Because I remember him being older. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I'm fucking yeah. nice, man. He, he is mm. very famous. When he, um, if you've heard of the film Story of Ricky, you might not. Yeah, yeah, it's one. Okay, you've never heard of it. Um, he's he's the lead actor, Story of Ricky. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, so, Yubiao becomes a murderous vigilante. Yep. Um, he goes, exactly what it is. He goes to a man's house and kills him. Yeah. What's the difference between a vigilante and a renegade? Oh, I don't I think, know if there is a difference. Oh, I think so. Yeah? I think a renegade is like someone who goes against any kind of rule. I think if like oh you th- okay I think if you're required to go to school and you're just like fuck that I'm never going to school I think you're a renegade. It's a good word. It is a good word. It is a good word. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Yumbi Arad is the craziest thing ever. He kills this guy. He then jumps out of a window and basically dives down to the bottom on a rope and then just fucking has a cigarette. <laughs> Afterwards, that was actually kind of cool. <laughs> it was that kind was of, a quick cigarette, was kind of smooth, and you about does that stun as well. That's him jumping yep. off that building. Yep. Which I was looking dead into that man's face, and I was like, "That's still him." Yeah. Um, then we get an introduction to Cynthia Rothrock. My note, my first note about the uh, the introduction to Cynthia Rothrock is Ma Jong makes no sense to me. 
Dude. Yeah, I get it. I don't, I don't I didn't even know that that's what it looked like. Oh, that's, really? how, that's how oh. little I know. It's in a lot of kung fu movies, but I I, it, I can make head nor tail of it. Right. It's chess with, but it's chess and numbers and, and dominoes as well. Domino, biatch. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Domino, motherfucker. Um, uh, we got a we got an introduction to Cynthia Rothrock. She has a little brawl with a bunch of people. She's part of the CID, um, and she gets doubled a little bit. That's when you first see her egregious doubling. And um, but it's a nice little intro to her. She does some cool little moves. Um, she goes. She go right. She finds out that whoever killed the bad guy at the start, which was Yun Biao, she goes to her computer and she starts looking up um, because Yun Biao gets a traffic ticket. I should say, or parking ticket. Right. So and he gets when a parking she goes ticket. to the crime scene. Uh, oh, so we are skipping a part where she. Uh, um, uh, what's the word? Um, gets the uh Corey Yoon to be her like partner. Oh yeah, I'm skipping all that because it's bollocks. Yeah, yeah. So we're introduced to Corey Yoon, who's disgusting. We're introduced to. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So Corey Yoon is disgusting. He's eating slop, and um, he uh, he starts talking shit about Cynthia Rothrock, saying all this shit about white people, which made me laugh. Not knowing that apparently she said supposedly she can speak. The He's language. like they have hooked noses and they look like trees up close. <laughs> Tree trunks up close, which I thought was fucking funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my version was much nicer. Okay. No, he spit some oh, no. shit about white people. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, Cynthia Rothrock can understand. And then she and reveals. Then she gave him a little present. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a, some, like a, a hoof. She, she gives she him boot, a straight hoof to the chin. Again, everyone else doing all this illegal shit. You can't kick a man in the face. Oh, especially a police officer. Yeah, like, I get you're a police officer, but that's not very professional. But then she's like, okay, now you're going to be my partner. Doesn't explain why, other than she wants him for his uselessness. Right, because she, she, works, she alone. works alone. Bingo! She didn't want any, she didn't want a partner, so if she's gonna, if so if she had to have one, she's going to pick a useless one. Here's the bit I don't get. She finds out that whoever was parked there that night probably got a parking ticket. Right. She then goes through each and every parking ticket on her computer. How does she know right. it's him? Why does his stand out? I have no idea. So I, what... I have a theory, but go ahead. I have a, I had a theory too, and it would have made more sense if they explained it. My assumption is if they went, is that she went with like the time frame. And it did not show the time on And the it computer. didn't show That's the time That's my theory the as well. Because that's what I assumed she was looking for. Yes, she was checking too. all the tickets, going through the, each of indi- individual ticket, checking oh, the time to find time. one that matched up with the time Correct. of death. Yes. But it didn't show the Unless time. it showed it on the ticket itself. So I don't which know. Which we can assume. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Um, Damn, I didn't get half of that. <laughs> then, basically, the bad guys decide to um, uh, take out Yoon Biao, because he's the prosecutor and he's a pest. They think he's killing the the bad guys, which he is. And Wait, ha- can we go to to the to his? I guess it's his girlfriend, or is uh, it yes. his wife? Well, he's been with her for two years. Oh girlfriend. my god, girlfriend, what a wife or whoever. What a worthless character. And then, oh, you only so who's the kid? Who's the, the who's kid's the, her brother? Isn't he? I don't know. Is he? Oh no, because that's his grand. Wait a second here. I think so. Doesn't she? Do something with the law. She helps. And he's and like him, a thief, and that's but it. But she never oh. said who he is or what their relationship is. It's just a kid. I think she's just trying to like get him out of a jam. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. right Actually, I but think I'm how wrong. does she? But the way they were introduced, how did how do they know each other? How does she know him? Is this just like a random like thing? And so now he's just like hovering around them. 
Well, she's got him off weird. for some kind of crime because she's right, like, oh, he's but a thief. How do how does she know him? Because she just works there. She works at the. Okay, so then he's just so then the the kid the thief just hangs around. Just hang is just gonna hang around just hanging around them now. Pretty much. Well, he didn't want to because he was like, "Yikes, prosecutor! I don't like you." Yeah. But then they just stumble into each other. Yeah, you know? maybe that that paths just cross. Who gives a like shit? It. Yeah, I didn't. I just was very confused. I was just like, "Who is this kid? Who is this kid to them?" And yeah, why? How is old is this kid popping up? In this? In this and in real life? What do you think? I'll tell you how old he is in real life. Maybe I thought maybe like fifteen. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Mm. I'm gonna have to find out how old he is now. He's, goddamn, Fancy Wong is forty nine years old. Holy shit! Now, not in not in that film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah forty nine years. What's his name? Fancy Wong. Fancy Wong. Okay. Or also known as Louis Fan. So he was born in seventy three, and this film was eighty six. Okay. So what? He's thirteen. Damn. Whoa. He looks Definitely looks older than that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, we get a little scuffle in a uh, in a parking garage or garage. It's garage, baby. Yep, for you Americans. Um, you can be able to do some crazy stunts. Uh, you get smashed between two cars, and then they're dragging him along. Right. Uh, it's kind of dope. It's kind of cool. I like it. Um, you don't get to see enough, though. Uh, the, the the brawl is cut short by Kurion's hijinks. He comes along and gets beaten up by a guy with a baseball bat. Um, it's not great. It's a fine fight. You don't see you don't see an awful lot. Um, then Cynthia Rothrock turns up <laughs> right at Yoon Biao's apartment, right his eighties apartment that looks very eighties, very eighties of course. And uh, you know what? You know what? You know what really, really shows someone that you're cool as fuck if you have a model train set in your apartment. <laughs> so he's got trains, <laughs> and by the way, they trade train metaphors yeah. for about fifty-eight minutes. Didn't care for it, they go back and forth about trains for fucking ages i'll be honest with you yes i had to get rid of my train set because i was getting way too many girls of course of course people i don't know or knock yeah because word of mouth of course i'm i'm surprised no one's could you say could you say you were running a train i would accept that okay thank you (laughs) choo 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 baby i choo choo choose you you know what that's from ralph wiggum Damn. Wait a minute, what was it from again? Simpsons. Right. Uh, Valentine's Day with him and Lisa. Ralph, Damn. Ralph Wickham gives a card that says, I choo-choo choose you. Yeah, one week at work. Oh, I thought it was My brain else. is just yeah, cooking. You're doing well. You're doing well. So I have a question. Yoon Biao decides to leave his apartment, but he's got Corey Yoon and another cop waiting outside. Does fruit on the exhaust pipe, or sorry, tailpipe, actually work? I thought that he was trying to kill him. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I the, thought that was so silly too. Oh, really? I was just no, I didn't think he was. I thought he was, but I was just like, how does that even work? Because how does that stop the car from in, starting? In this film, he puts an apple on the exhaust pipe, mm-hmm. and in fucking Beverly Hills Cop, he puts a banana up the exhaust pipe. So does does fruit on your exhaust pipe just fuck you up? I, guess I put in a banana. I guess it needs. I guess it needs air. <laughs> That was good. I glad. I'm glad you you shouldn't have cut that so short. No, that's how because it was quite. Maybe good. they won't hear it. Exactly. I think it was yeah. overlooked. But I think it was funny because it was cut so okay. short. Okay, we'll see. Yes, if it's blocking the tailpipe, then it keeps the engine from starting. If something's blocking my exhaust pipe, it stops my engine starting. Mm-hmm. You, know you know what? what? I've been eating pizza for the past two days. My exhaust pipe is blocked. Oh, blocked. Oh yeah. Oh. Bread and cheese. 
Mm. It's not helping out. Yeah, my block, my, my yeah, my exhaust pipe was blocked last week. It was no good. My stomach was fucked. Yeah. You know what? I think. Do you know what's really been ruining my stomach lately? I I think it's coffee. I don't drink a lot of coffee, but I've had coffee like recently, and it's been screwing me up. It's kind of the. Hmm. I know you think it's gonna it be the revs your right? engine. Yeah, I did not. It it gave me stomach cramps. How about uh, those two cops are in the car? Yeah, got an apple on the tailpipe. Yeah, and someone skeeted on the windshield. That's right. He just throws paint. I'm assuming it's paint. Yeah, just like you can't see, so you can't drive. I, yeah, exactly. All right. that. Exactly Great. that. I guess so. Uh, gonna fast forward a little bit. So um, there's a bad guy, just James Tien, I believe, chilling out in his house. Melvin Wong turns up with his fucking pencil mustache, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, dog, do you mind if I do the fucking most evil shit possible? Gonna smoke a pipe. So he whips out a pipe. Do you know what? Uh, but we should also say that he is the superintendent. He is the, the superintendent. He's the, the chief. Police. He's the chief. Yeah. Of police. Do you know what? When I hit about fifty. I'm going to start smoking a pipe. I'm going to start smoking a pipe. I, I love I love how a pipe looks. I'm a big pipe man. Yeah, I mean, Gan- when Gandalf smokes that shit, I mean. There's something cool about a pipe. You don't like pipes, do you? You're, you're anti-pipe. Just because it seems like don't. a... Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like a, a thing that happened there, like in the 1800s. Yeah, that's it's why it's cool. Very though. old-timey. It's ridiculous. It seems, that's kind of, yeah. Exactly. It's ridiculous. It seems ridiculous, and I can't take you seriously if you're going to do that. And when they smoke a pipe, half the time they're fixing the pipe, yeah. and half the time they're smoking it. Yeah, I like that. They're, they're like pushing I, it I in like with the lighter. It's a constant project. I like it. I like a pipe. Mm-hmm. I would I've make heard fun that. of you. Hmm? I would make fun of you. You can make fun of me. You can make fun of my pipe all you want. <laughs> Grandpa. She already has, I'm sure. Plenty of times. Grandpa Sean. Don't make those noises. Mm-hmm. That's don't just say, a noise. Don't say she's made fun of my pipe and then make those noises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, Melvin Wong. Ooh, careful. That purple wire, move that glass of water. I am going to move that glass of water. That would suck. That would suck. Those are your glasses of water if you if you care to. I've got a I've got a, got an ice, so I'm good. Got caffeine in it, baby. Is that water coming from the tap? Mm, maybe. Then she will not drink Thank it. You. Well, it's <laughs> clean, USDA-approved <laughs> water, and it has fluoride in it. And it's good for you, and it's good for your bones, baby. Go <laughs> and your teeth. I'm going to go with my I'm gonna go with my Gatorade. I'm going to go with my Renegade. Uh, I, almost made that, I almost made that joke earlier, really? but I didn't think it would work. Oh, Thank okay. you. Thank okay. you. All right. I have a blue Renegade in my fridge. I got yeah? no nice. sugar. Um, not only does Melvin Wong have a pipe... He has a pipe knife. <laughs> so he, he pulls a little blade out of his pipe. Oh, right. And he kills James Chen by stabbing him in the side of the head. And then Fan Su Wang is there under a table watching it all go down. So he's a witness. Then This is like a fucking comedy of errors. Then you, Yun Biao turns up and he's just like, oh, now they're going to think that I killed someone. Then Cynthia Rothrock turns up and he's like, just you like, definitely like, killed you that killed guy. Him. You killed him. I know you killed the first guy. Yes. You definitely kill this one. Let's and, fight a little bit. And then we get a pretty decent fight. It's decent. I think the Yumbiao against Cynthia Rothrock fight is good. Dude, they, they don't hold back. No. No, 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 no. She's no. a tough broad. Yeah, and he, he pops her a couple times. He does. If we went on a date, she'd pay for the meal. Oh. <laughs> and then she'd be like, you're going to put out? I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, she'd go, you are putting out. I'm like, just talk to me nice first. <laughs> yeah. Hold yeah. my hand. Can I hold your hand? She's like, no. She's like, I want that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> she's a uh, yeah, she's a tough cookie in this one. Throws some nice moves. Uh, does some actually does some stunts herself. 
Um, not a lot. There's some way you can definitely be like, oh, that's someone else. But there's some great stuff that she does in this film. Not a lot of uh, emotions happening on that face, though. No, okay. No. Let me just frown a little bit. Okay, yeah. I, I, I can get that. Yeah. Um, who does... Do you think she does the one where she bounces off the wall yeah. and then comes back and clotheslines him? He, like, runs towards the wall. She, you probably don't remember it. She bounces off Are the you, wall. Oh, you're asking if it was her? You think it's it her? Or is that a double? I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. I know that when they're running up the stairs and Yumbiao jumps up the stairs, then she does a bigger jump. That was a stunt double. I think that was a double. Yes, pretty sure. Um, not that there's anything wrong with doubles. It's just that in this film, they're quite obvious. There's some bad wigs going on, is all I'm saying. White woman, Asian man. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes I can see the difference. Yes, yes. Then we get a nice uh, scuffle on the balcony. And uh, Yumbiao hoofs. Saints of Rothrock in, in the, the Vagiola. In the Vagiola. Knees her. Boots her right in the clunch. <laughs> um, and she uh she she gets hit hard and she covers herself like a like a like a man would. Um and yeah, he he plays dirty. Mm-hmm. And then uh he uh, she tries to cuff him and does some cool stuff with the cuffs, but he ends up cuffing her to the balcony. And then he jumps five thousand feet off. Yeah. Building, right? Is anyone going to comment on that? Or no. did no one notice? What? The wire? No, no wire. He did it all by himself. But there's a big mistake there. Oh, really? So there's, he jumps Oh, on. was it like there was something bouncy? <laughs> the grass completely moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he yeah, lands on it. I caught that. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I caught that. Yeah, I, I imagine there's like cardboard under there or a mat under there. Yeah. But the, the grass like moves. Uh, it looks very, very dodgy. But I think everyone knows that by now. Everyone knows that about that scene. Uh, it's not too obvious, but it's just like in the the far corner, you see mm-hmm. it like roll up together. Yeah, like I caught that. Yeah, bunch up. Um, but that's a good fight. Great fight. Uh not the best of the film. Um, I think some people would say one fight scene is the best of the film, and I think I would say that another one is the best of the film, but uh, we will see. Um, now, one thing I didn't understand, the next day, or, or even later that, oh no, it's actually day of the afternoon, because Yumbio has to get to court, and he's yep. late to court. Why, in the beginning, the two bad guys get acquitted. Why are they on trial again? I don't know. Because he this time... It. He postpones it. Oh, first time round he postpones? Yeah. Oh, I thought he acquits oh, them. Oh, right, right, right. No. So the witness... That's right. So the witness died. So the, he... Uh, so that's right. So he just postpones the trial. Oh, I got that all fucked up then. So this time he does acquit them because they're dead. Right. Not acquit them, but... Sure, but yeah. Drop trial them. trial just, is over. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny if you're like about to kill someone and like, you're acquitted. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice line. Something that Arnold Schwarzenegger would say. Um, uh, there's a bit that... Uh, I'm not even going to talk about that. That's a stupid bit in my, in my notes. Um, so... Two original drug dealers are dead. Yes. We know who the bad guy is now. Yep, Melvin. Okay, okay. Okay, so he's going after the kid. Yes, the, the kid is a witness, and he's seen everything. So now Melvin Wong goes after the kid, um, but he actually goes after the, after the kid's grandfather um, and hangs him from the rafters mm-hmm. and murders him. Fansu Wong sees it all, and then Corey Yoon comes to fucking fight Melvin Wong, and he gets killed. He gets shot in the chest. Yep. And um, I like how all that shit goes down. He kills the grandfather. He kills Fansu Wong. 
uh, sorry, kills Koryun. Fancy Wong gets away, and then everyone turns up at the crime scene, including Koryun's father. Melvin Wong comes out dressed as a cop. He's like, "Oh, it's so sad." He gives him his right? fucking super speech. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean. was just like, "You are cold blooded." That is cold blooded. <laughs> Unity. Uh, yeah, that's that's grim. I don't like the whole thing where Corey Yoon gets uh, taken off in a stretcher and then his dad, who was Wu Ma, by the way, played by Wu Ma, he puts oh, a cigarette in his mouth. mouth. It's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's, that's kind of weird. Um, fast forward in a little bit, but then we get, honestly, everyone would say the final fight scene in this film is the best. I like this fight scene. Peter Cunningham, the black gentleman. Oh, that guy. Uh, comes to Yoon Biao's upper... Hmm? Black Assassin. Okay. Is that what you call him? Black Assassin? That's your nickname for him? character's name. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's I, what, I don't know. So that's what he was assassin in my notes. Black. <laughs> black Assassin. Black Assassin. Black um, Assassin. assassin. <laughs> black Magic. Um, Does he say anything in this movie? No. Okay. No. I don't think so. Um, so he turns up at you. Well, at the end when he does his... Um, at the end of that fight, he talks a little. Does he? Remember he says, um, oh shit, what's he say? I don't think he says anything. He does. Yeah, I don't know what he says, though. He keeps repeating that one thing when he has, like, um. Oh, like yeah, he says, come on, let's go, let's go, right, right. Or, or let's go, do yeah. it, do it, or something, something do like it. that. Do it now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, anyway. Peter Cunningham turns up at Yimbiel's apartment, and he's there to kill him, and they have a fight, and that fight scene is fucking amazing. I love that fight. Um, I honestly feel, I I'm, I could be completely wrong on this, but I feel like the first few fight scenes are maybe choreographed by Corey Yoon, and I feel like when Peter Cunningham goes after Yoon Biao, I feel like Samuel Hong might have said had something to do with it. It seems like the choreography just steps up a notch when he when he comes along. Uh, fantastic fight scene, uh, lots of cool kicks. There's a great kick where I can't even explain it, but. Yumbu kind of throws a kick, but he ends up coming down on Peter Cunningham's chest. It's like steel. a sideways aerial spinneroony kick. I don't even know how you. I don't know it. what that is. That's but the one, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I slow think so. Slow motion. Yes, yeah, slow motion. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, Peter Cunningham gets destroyed. Um, he does the old famous thing where he gets the gun and he's going to shoot Yun Biao, but of course there's no bullets left in the gun, so Yun Biao twats him over the head with a vase or vase, depending on how you say it. Or vase. Vase, is it? That's weird. How do you say it? We're dumb vase. over here. You say, say vase? vase? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Vase. Well, you guys say valets instead of valets. No, we don't. Yeah, do. We say valets. Well, yeah. Downton Abbey would have something else. Say. You say valets? Valet. Yeah, Lord you know, Grantham's you know valet. What? I'll I'll yeah. go, I'll I'll go one step further and say when I was in the UK, I don't even think I ever said that word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I guess yeah. Why would think, you? Yeah, never, I never, never drove. I don't think I ever said valet in my life. Because even if I did, even if I was in the car with someone, we were never getting fucking valet parking. Valet parking. Mm. Oh, really? Valet? I never knew that. Anyone who's... Uh, Rama, if you're listening to this, do you say valet? Rama! Rama, Rama tell us. Tell Does us that mean when you go and watch people dancing, you go to the ballot instead of ballet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. It's ballot. like shallots. You guys just do whatever you want over there. Yeah, we do say shallots. Yeah. And we also say... Um, uh, uh, Shallot. Fish fillet. 
We can say fillet. Let's we'll say fillet. No, we say oh, fillet. We say fillet. Fillet of beef, as yes. Gordon Ramsay would say. Yeah, oh, I get confused with my countries. It's difficult. <laughs> I'm pulled one way and pulled the other. So you have like oh. a French influence in a way, like yes. with your words. Yeah, European influence definitely comes. And over. we have like a Mexican influence. But fillet is very French, yeah. and you guys say fillet. Yeah. Yeah. Fillet. Yeah. That's interesting. We, yeah. Yeah. When it comes to French words, we go full French. Yeah. And we don't. <laughs> we say fillet. Yeah. yeah. I struggle now. I, it, it's all a, it's all a blur now as to what words are right, what words are wrong. Like I just say what comes to me, and if it's American, it's American. If it's British, it's British. Are you an often or an often man? I do that often. You hit the T. Often. He yeah. hits the T. You hit the T on it? Yeah. He does, yeah. He does and I do. How about you? Often. You say often? Often. What'd you say, often? I think I force myself to go often because I think that might possibly be right. I don't know. Oh. No, definitely often. 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 I've, I've never even so thought of one. It's got T in it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> Give, me those, do? Give me those T's, baby. Yep. It's big old T's. Take all bees. So yeah, we got a dope fight with Peter Cunningham and uh, and uh, uh, Biao. Really, really cool. Uh, Peter Cunningham dies in a really stupid way, but you know what you're gonna do? Yeah, it's a kung fu film. He's just got shards of vase in his face. face. Well, no, in your face. Well, it was he went through some sort of light fixture. Oh, he did go, and it it basically explodes. (laughs) Yeah, and yeah, I don't know if that electrocuted him or what, but but he dies. Yeah. uh, Cynthia then, Rothrock pulls up to Yun Biao and she points a gun at him and goes, "If I had a license to kill, you'd already be dead." Pretty oh, yeah, sure you she, do have a license to she kill. She threatens to like shoot that kid for like no reason. Oh yeah, but she definitely has a license to kill. Otherwise, why would she have a gun? I guess so. They give her a gun. She has a license to kill. Doesn't that kind of mean like a license to do whatever you want? Yeah, like she can't it? just kill willy nilly. Who's willy nilly? <laughs> Take it, uh, Millie Vanilli. Yeah, she can't just like kill James Millie. Bond has a license to kill because he's just like they're like, do what you gotta do, cause oh really? Is that oh it's uh, so it's like a colloquial term for just you're off the hinges. Yeah, you're like you have no. Uh, James Bond can do anything. Yeah, no. You know what I saw the other day? <laughs> Someone put put forward a pretty good Bond, a pretty good actor to be the next Bond. Hit it, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, Anya Taylor Joy, kick ass. Bad. Not Anya Taylor Joy. No, she would be a terrible Bond. Um, <laughs> These like big henchmen would just throw her through windows. <laughs> but the actor that plays, oh. plays kick ass, it's not bad. I, have you seen I him now? See he's a beautiful bastard, and he's pretty good. He does the action pretty. He's in Bullet Train. He does action pretty good. I could see I, that. I could see it too. I, could, I I I think that's a good one. Yeah. I think th- I think there's a lot of good actors that could play Bond. What do you think about uh, Hugh Jackman like 20 years ago, or 10? Playing Bond? What do you think? An Australian playing Bond? Oh my god! A non-Brit? Oh All right, playing Bond? <laughs> hey, okay. What have you done? You upset him. Who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Who, who else do you want? Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> it's gotta be a British actor, baby. Every time. We had a strong Welshman once. Timothy Dalton. Oh, that fucking guy? Yeah. One and done, huh? Two and done. Yeah. He was in License to Kill, funny enough, and he was in The Living Daylights, which is a weird name That's for a film. Awful name. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's like, I'm going to beat The Living Daylights out of you. 
That's how the phrase goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you never heard it. Yeah, it's a weird, weird name. I haven't for been him. out in the, the sun for quite a while. Timothy Dolan, Welshman. Yeah, I think everyone else has been British, right? Roger Moore, Sean Connery. Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. What about George Lazenby? I think he That's was the most British name. I, I, I think he was English. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Craig. Fucking. Oh, Pierce Brosnan was Irish. Not technically British. Was he born in? No, I think he was born. No, he wasn't born in Northern Ireland. I don't think. He was born in Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> Love that accent, dude. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. So no, sorry, Hugh Jackman cannot be Bond. Okay. We gotta look at. We gotta look at Tom Hardy as Bond. No. You don't see it? Nah, ah, son. Nah. Idris Elba? Yeah. Okay. That would be nice. What He's about. A little older, though. I feel like if you're gonna get a Roger Moore was movies. 700 years old. <laughs> True. <laughs> he didn't do anything. He was like, I'm Roger Moore. And he's like, yeah, But then if we're talking like in these day and age, we're talking like getting like some serious action. And okay. So I feel like it should be. And I know I think he would be fantastic. Idris Elba would be amazing. But I think you gotta go younger. Okay. What so about you want a jacked Bond? Not necessarily jacked, but just younger, younger. and, you know, can do, uh, you know, so capable of doing, like, a lot mm. of fucking action. Okay, I'm going to throw another one. Dev Patel. The problem is... Not, From he's a Slumdog fan- Millionaire. He's a, he's a very good actor, but I just don't see him uh, doing action. Okay, what about Riz Ahmed? Same thing. No, Riz Ahmed, I think he'd be good. Same thing, I just don't see him doing action. But you might not have oh, seen I, him doing action before. I just like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sexually. <laughs> he's a handsome man very handsome no man. he's just a really good actor yeah I, I like the idea of him um, he could he could actually do it yeah I'd be interested to you think he has too much of a baby face though wait a minute wait a minute I let think, me make sure I, I, I know he, when he looks rugged he the looks bad rugged bad guy in Venom yeah wait then who's the other guy Tom Hardy no 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 no, no. the no the <laughs> Dev Patel? Yeah. From Slumdog Millionaire? You're getting your Indian people mixed up, and that's racist. Yeah. Right, okay, okay, <laughs> that's okay. Racist. Okay. Your memory is racist. <laughs> and plus, I don't know if they're both Indian. That's terrible. I'm not sure that's true. if they're both Indian. Patel? I mean, Patel is pretty Indian, right? That's like the most Indian name ever. Riz Ahmed, maybe not. I mean, technically, he's British, but you're talking about Indian heritage. I don't think Riz Ahmed is Indian. That does Ahmed doesn't sound Indian. You know what I am? You? Mm-hmm. A filthy Iranian. Yeah, but you know what else, you know what else is in there? In that pot? That boiling pot of stew? That delicious you? boiling pot of stew. So, you're going to tell me something wild now, and I'm the not going to believe you. Tea. Cherokee? Get the fuck out of here. That's what my mom told me. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of Cherokee in there. It's a dash. Every, a dash. You can't even every taste Every American it. claims they've got some Cherokee in them. I'm not claiming it. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's in there. <laughs> It's in there. Every American's always like, "There's a bit of Native, Native American on my side, on my dad's side of the family." Uh, that's beautiful skin. Next, <laughs> I am pure yeah. Welsh. Really? Nope. Because my grandmother was Scottish. No one in the UK is pure. Either. I'm pure Celtic. I can say that. Welsh is a Celtic nation. Scottish is a Celtic nation. Ireland. Yeah. I've probably got some wild shit in my. I, I've probably got like German somewhere in my family. I got German. Yeah. I got Welsh and I got English. You're I Welsh? Think I got Irish too. You're Welsh? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. We're fellow brethren. Yep. We look exactly the same. <laughs> we do. <laughs> very, very similar. Very similar. Um, then we meet Karen. Beautiful Karen. Miss Karen. Karen. Blade Runner. Firstly, Karen has what can only be described as a rose radio. 
I don't like it, but she's got one. Oh, a rose radio. Yes. Got it. Her little the radio like, that she's talking to Melvin through. She's holding it against a stem yeah. of a rose. Got it. I don't like a it. Rose radio. That's some James Bond shit yes. from like 1940. Yes, didn't care for <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, same thing. Th- same thing from Mr. Wong, and he's got it on his watch. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, she is. She finds. Oh, Melvin Wong finds out that. Um, Fan Su Wong is meeting up with Cynthia Rothrock. No. Fan Su Wong, he called uh, Wong and be like, hey, meet me here. Kid oh, goes, yes. give me a du- million bucks at the beach. Oh, yeah. Where. Cynthia Rothrock turns up. And then that. he tells her, listen, uh, the police chief is right. fucking crazy. Go down. Right. And I set it up go down. to where you will find the truth. Yes. So but come here. He got a little. But Karen. Karen turns up. She, he got Karen. I did a get typical Karen. Karen. Yep. She stabs him. He in goes. The neck. She goes. Let me talk to your manager. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and just right. stabs him in the neck. You don't belong here. Thin blade. Yeah, yeah. Go back to where you come from. Oh, I saw a guy. I saw a guy on on a British subway the other day. Uh, this is a video of him, and he's he's telling all these black youths that uh, they should go back to where they come from, and that he calls this is one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard because I just hate. He goes, "You are my pet." Ew. Calls them gross. Just a gross racist guy. And they get off the train. They walk past him. One of them fucking sucker punches him. Rightly so. I've never seen a man knocked out so much. <laughs> he is he is on Pluto. He's He just falls back. He's on this train. And then this white woman goes, good, he deserved it. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing at him because he was just a piece of shit. Calling yeah. all these black kids just terrible stuff. Yeah. And uh, he got... Honestly, I think I saw you know in uh you know in Doctor Strange where his form comes out of his body. <laughs> I think I saw that astral so, projection. Uh, yeah, he, he projected all the way up. He got knocked the fuck out. It's something beautiful about seeing races get knocked out. It's just sad that they exist and that they have to be knocked out. But uh, this was was a beautiful one. Hmm. Well, that's a whole other thing. But I'll be quick. Well, that guy's not learning anything. He's just going to be more hateful. Of course, of course he is. He's going to wake up and go, "A black kid knocked me out. Like a uh, piece of shit." Blah blah blah. But hopefully he wakes up with a broken jaw. But then either, regardless, no problem you know, solved. whether, yeah, I mean, is at that point, is there, is it going to be solved? It, is he going to? Is it inevitable? Right. So it's, is it better to just take it and let him walk away thinking that he. No. Hey, not, hey. No, thanks. Hey, if it stops him from talking that stuff for a, a couple weeks yeah. and he'll do it again and he'll get socked again. I go on record. We have to harm racists. I'm happy. <laughs> no, I am not on record saying yeah, that. I am. We have to harm racists. They they need to be battered. That's. I'll go on uh, record saying that. All right. Are you Yun Bao? You just renegade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're racist, also don't listen to this fucking podcast. Yeah. Get the fuck out yeah. of. Fuck yeah. off. Fuck we that. We shit. don't want you. Yeah. You dirty fucking racist. I'm not gonna punch you, but I'll punch you verbally. I'll punch you. you. I'll punch you. I'll come to your house and punch you. Um. Yeah. I got heated. Yeah, I know. Okay, I need some more burger. Uh, Fancy one gets Karen in the in the throat with a blade, and then Cynthia Rothrock runs after Karen. Karen, and <laughs> I yep. like that we're using that. Yep. Uh, and then we get Karen. a pretty decent fight where we get uh, Cynthia against Karen. They're doing the hurdles. They're doing a lot of hurdles. Doing Olympics. a lot of parkour. They're doing Olympics. Yep, some old school parkour, and then they have a pretty good uh, uh, about a fisty cuffs, and then Karen whips out her belt, her her basically like chain whip belt. Um, spins that around. She's surprisingly good with it. Yes. Um, although right there, is, there is some doubles right going on. But uh, she does a great job. Uh, Cynthia Rothrock 
uses a pole against Karen and Dude, mm-hmm. it's Olympics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she pole vaults. She does also smack Karen in the vag. Yep. With the pole. Yep. Another another I haven't experienced that in quite a while. What hitting the vag? Yeah. <laughs> a lonely man. <laughs> Have you ever hit a girl in the vag? Pardon? <laughs> Even when you were a kid? You, ever, you know, like girls no, usually no, kick, no. kick you between the legs. You ever kicked a girl between the legs? No. No. I can I can constantly say I don't think I don't think I have. You ever been kicked in the balls as a kid by a girl? Been kick- I've been kicked in the balls by my friends. Really? Yeah. Viciously though, or just no, no, no. I kick. I viciously kick someone in the balls. I think. Really? It was like the self defense. I think because nice. I'm tiny. What else am I gonna do? That's right. Yeah. Good fight. And that's the one where uh, Karen Shepard thought she was going to live and they put in the stunt double for her to die. Uh, but it's a really good fight. Like, like scaffolding gets involved. Great eyebrows on her. <laughs> Karen has great eyebrows. Really? No. Oh. They're kind of wild. Oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice. Uh, she's got some fucking, um, um, I don't know what that makeup's called. Uh, not eyeliner, but... Rouge. Oh, the the uh, eyeshadow? Eyeshadow, yeah. She's got some heavy eye. But then again, see what Rothrock does. Um, I, oh, we're going to fast forward because we're, we're going on a bit. So, long story short, we get to uh, we get to Cynthia Rothrock pulling up in an airplane hangar. Um, in- so, um, uh, why was was Captain Captain Police Chief Commander Wong uh, in this airplane hangar? Just building planes, baby. Yeah, I don't. Is that like his? <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. Is that his his side hustle? Is that his part time job? <laughs> part time job. Yeah, that he built a hobby. It makes his hobby. It makes no sense because when she gets there, he's literally in a hard hat and overalls, like right. he's working on planes. We had never seen him in this building before. Maybe he doesn't work there or have any affiliation. He just needs a plane, and he has a get up on. Uh, he's building, and he's going to steal one. Dude, I can't. We do see halfway through nothing. the film. They do show him in the airplane hangar. They show him early on as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't they remember do. that at all. Yeah. What is it called when you steal, quote unquote, a plane or a ship Hijack. or a car? Hijack. It's another word. Old school. Commandeer. Yeah. No. Yeah. Commandeer is like. I'm going to commandeer this vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good word, too. It is a good word. It is a good word. Uh, Cynthia Rothrock has a great scrap with a bunch of guys working in the airplane hangar. And then, surprise, surprise. She gets a she gets screwed. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise! Right in your eyes. Yeah, she, she gets, gets she gets like uh, when you go like ice fishing almost a screw. But yeah. tiny. Yeah, it's like I said a, she gets screwed. Like a crank yeah. or yeah. Yeah. that was my joke. Yeah, like yeah, a, gotcha. a, a large one though. What, a what lo- is that for? That particular. Uh, I don't know. To, Drilling a hole in a large hole into something. Into a person. Yeah, but yeah, she gets in the neck instead of into some sort of inanimate object. Yeah, gets it. <laughs> She gets it, it and it's, it's very surprising, very shocking because yep. you don't see it coming. You think Cynthia Rothrock's going to survive? Nope. Uh, she she dies. Right? I I knew she was going to survive. Yes, exactly, exactly. She's been gung ho the whole movie, and then she just snap your fingers. Oh, we're never going to survive unless you know that song. Get we get a little crazy. Seal. No, I don't know that song. Seal what? sang it, baby. Good song. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <sighs> she dies. <laughs> <laughs> so after she's killed by Melvin One, Yumbiao pops up, and then we get what everyone claims to be the best fight in the entire film. If you don't know who Eric Jacobus is, please, please, please go and look up Eric Jacobus's YouTube channel. He did an in-depth analysis of the fight choreography, 
and the camera work and the direction of this final fight scene. It's a fantastic video. He really goes into detail, way more detail than we can ever go into because we know nothing about filmmaking. But he literally like describes what Koryun like how he used the camera in certain scenes. It's 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 magical. It's really really good. So please check out that video. Um, and the fight scene is fantastic. It's it's I can see why people think it's the best of the film. Um, Melvin Wan's a beast, Yun Biao's a beast Yun Biao does one of the single greatest kicks in cinematic history I would say yeah Yes. good, thanks, thanks I'm trying do, you, to do you even remember it? I mean he does a couple of kicks in this thing so right, but you're talking specifically that fight is, it, may- like a, is it like a spin? he does like a sp- it's a spin Right. Oh wait, is that the kick I described earlier? I mean, none I of his kicks up. look bad. So I mean, of course they all look good. Your kicks. It was bad. the it was the spinner Rooney with the. <laughs> Stop calling it spinning Rooney. <laughs> That's the Booker T move. <laughs> what was it from wrestler? Yeah. yeah. What is the spinner? Just a kick. <clears throat> That's the one I described earlier. I was mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Of course, all it of was his the sideways. All of his kicks look good. Um, yes, that kick is amazing. Everyone knows what kick it is. It's the kick on level one. It's like a four fifty whatever spinner Rooney is. Do you, know, do you know? Do you know the that move, the wrestling move, the spinner Rooney? I'm I don't know sure. It. I do. You don't know it? Is it just like kind? Of, <laughs> is it kind of a sweet chin music? No. Is it like it's? It's not a spinning. Is it a spinning kick? It has to be a spinning kick. I've never watched a wrestling match with Booker T. What? Never. He's, because he was, he was before my era. Yeah, he was uh, wow. He was flames. The only thing I know about Booker T is his famous interview. That's he said it. a bad word. He did say a very he bad word. He got a little excited and he said a bad word. <laughs> he did say a bad word. Yes. But, I, really, I always like Booker T. Yeah. Oh, you uh, know it. You don't know it. I'm sure I know it. Devin's showing us the spinner Rooney. Hang on. Is it a gif? Oh, he's, looking into, his, he's looking into his oh. hand. This he's is going for it. Great audio podcast. He's looking up. Sorry. He's he's gesturing. Oh, he, that's the spinner. Okay. That's the spinner, Rooney. Oh, you I, to I know. Me now. <laughs> I know. That's a, but then, what does he do afterwards? <laughs> Nothing. That's oh, it. it's, it's not, not a move. move. It's a oh, thing. he just spins on the floor, right? Yeah. He's a breakdance. Oh, I've seen yeah. it. I know what the spinner, Rooney is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought there was a kick. Uh-uh. No. So he looks at his hand. <laughs> he drops down to his knees. Does a little. What's the? Okay, he's just about to do it. What's the point in that? He's just For getting fun. people excited. For fun. Booker T, fuck Booker T. No, Booker T with flames. How dare you. But what's the point when it comes to the people's elbow? It's all about the showmanship. The thing comes off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's throwing this man around for 30 minutes but this one special elbow knocks hey, him out yeah. at least it finishes with an elbow <laughs> yeah it's all about the show people's elbow is great I saw a clip the other day of uh, of uh, Ric Flair doing the people's elbow on uh, on The Rock and he he oh, he he does he his. Is that, that where he does his? Rick oh, he does his. <laughs> he does his Ric Flair walk. Oh, yeah. But before he does it, uh, the Rock does a kip up and then just like does the Rock bottom on him. Right. But it's it's Flair's great. Sweet. Yeah, I've seen. That. I also saw a video the other day. This girl uh, is sat with a friend at a restaurant, and Ric Flair's eating at the restaurant, or he's at the bar or something. Of course, he's at and the bar. um, this is fucked up. Oh, I think I heard about this. The girl goes, "That guy's really famous." And she goes, I don't know who it is. And he goes, he's really famous. Go and ask for his picture. This girl goes up to Ric Flair, taps him on the shoulder. He's having a drink by himself, taps him on the shoulder, goes, my friend told me you're famous. I don't know who you are, but can I get a picture with you? And Ric Flair goes, nope. <laughs> he goes, nope, not right. No, you can't. 
And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And just walks back to her friend with her head hung low. And then her friends are like, at least she tried. It's like, why would you say, I don't know who you are, but can I get a picture? If you don't know who he is, just go, hey, can I get a picture with you and pretend to be excited? Don't be like, I don't know who you are, but can I get a picture? Also, how do you not know who Ric Flair is? Nature Boy movie. I can't think of a more wrong description of myself. Someone wanting a yeah. picture with someone who's famous, they don't know who they are. That's I, everything that you said is not me. Yeah. <laughs> who I don't like it? Who would you uh, would you get a, an autograph? You wouldn't. Who even even my no? Even my idols, I'd, I'd, I'd be standing there just freaking out, and I'm like, I gotta do it. If you saw Dave Chappelle just in the uh, street, you wouldn't go I over think to I'd f- I would break my comfort zone. I'd do my best to just be like, Dave, you're the best. And that's all. Just be like, hello, sir. Just want to say. I, I watched your, spe- your sorry specials. To int- sorry to bother you. And you I have. you're the best. Y- yeah. I think I'd have the balls to go up to people. I think I'd be like, uh, Tom Cruise? Can I get a no. with you? Oh, you can't go yeah. up to Tom Cruise. Of course I would. Tom Cruise is like the nicest guy in the world. So he would definitely be up you for it. You wouldn't know what to do. Oh, I would. I don't think you'd get anywhere near Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, I'd probably yeah. get fucking people elbowed by his security. I think he has an aura that keeps people away. <laughs> yeah. like a, he just holds his hand up and goes... <laughs> and just, I feel, like, I feel like out of everyone, Tom Cruise is not something, not someone you just randomly see in the street. That's true. That's true. Tom he, Cruise at Subway. like yeah, He's, get, he's getting the six inch. He's not... You didn't even get the foot long. It's too expensive. Tom Cruise doesn't go places. He yeah. just... He just, he just manifests. Is. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't sleep or eat. He just is yes. at his place. He's everywhere. Exactly. But then again, but so yeah, but like I feel like you would see. I guess if we were in New York or lived in New York, we'd see Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah. And he's supposed he rides to be, public transport. Yeah, and he's supposed to be very lovely. Yeah, people see him on the train all the time. Like all the time. Yeah. I've never. Have you ever seen a celebrity in the street? Yeah. Who have you seen? I saw Donnell Rawlings. In New York City, on the on the uh, waiting for a cab. Fair enough. I saw he's in Clerks Three actually. Hmm? He's in Clerks Three. Don't know Rollins. Oh yeah, don't know who that is. Uh, Ashley Larry from yeah (laughs) Dave Chappelle skit. Mm -mm. Okay, beautiful. Also from uh, Dave Chappelle skit. You need to see more Chappelle. Um um um, some something about Mary, the guy with the big teeth, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Saw him crossing the street. It was like, oh, like he, a ten. He's a celebrity. Yeah, she was with. He was with like a fucking ten. Oh, okay. dad was like, "Is that Matt Damon?" We're like Matt Dillon. <laughs> your dad uh, said that. Yeah, I think your I dad. Ma- I think I made that up. Matt Damon is. I think I made that up. But he knows who Matt Dillon. <laughs> and he was kind of beelining it, and I was like, we "We're like, no, nope, 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 nope." <laughs> and we we managed to stop him. I have never seen a celebrity in the street. Me neither. The only thing I've stumbled across is I went to London. Um, just for a day out or whatever. in England. Yeah. And we went to Trafalgar Square and there was a massive crowd there and we kind of looked through the crowd and Christina Ricci was filming a film there. So I saw Christina Ricci, but it wasn't seeing her in the street. She was literally filming. Um, And one thing I will forever just fucking regret. I I used to go to community college in Chicago and I walked out my... That's right, baby. <laughs> I walked out of my uh, community college, and the other side of the street, there was a red Dodge Charger. No, Dodge Viper. A red Dodge Viper, and then there was a, a truck behind it, and the truck was for, like, cat food or dog food or something. And there were loads of cameras around, and I was just like, 
what are they filming? And I was just like, can't be that fucking important. So I walked away. If anyone knows, or if anyone is all of a sudden gone, you're a stupid idiot for not hanging around. Dodge Viper, Red, and the, the cat food truck. I probably would have seen Angelina Jolie because it was Wanted. The film Wanted. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I probably would have ended up seeing Angelina Jolie, but I did not stick around. Very, very sad. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunate. Also, when I was lived in Chicago, that's when they were filming fucking Dark Knight as well. Right. And uh, I never, I should have just gone there just to see what it was all about. But I didn't. And Angelina Jolie was looking spicy. <laughs> oh, in that, that film? Movie. Yes. That and uh, Gone 60 Seconds. Yeah. The hair was wild though, right? Yeah, well, I can forgive her. <laughs> yeah, um, she's still quite spicy though. Now she's she's, she's going to be spicy until she's dead. Yeah, yeah she's, she's gonna like be Judy Dench. She's gonna, you know when they say like those timeless beauties. I think Angelina Jolie is a timeless beauty. Judy Dench, Judy Dench, <laughs> timeless beauty. <laughs> Put Dench on the bench. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that. I don't know what I meant. <laughs> I'll take Dench off the bench. Uh, should we end this film so we can get to yeah? Fuck the questions. Yeah. So oh my god, we're going long. Um. So, yes, long story short. They end up in a plane. They end up in a plane after a very fight. Very anticlimactic. Oh, did you find that? The, oh, yeah, he kills him in half a second. Yeah, for the Wong. Um, he conveniently finds a hatchet in the plane, right, which and, I laughed yeah, at. And just a quick, like, stab to the back of the neck, and then he's done. What pilot's like, wait, wait, something's missing. Where's the hatchet? Yep. Yeah, I need my hatchet and, for my tool. Oh, by the way, then Yung Biao, instead of... Taking Melvin Wong to one side, jumping in the cockpit and trying to land the plane, he He's jumps out of the like, plane. like, I don't fucking know how to pl- find no damn plane. I would try that rather than fucking jump out of a plane with no parachute. Here was my th- I would have like at least tried to get that plane a bit lower. Yeah, then jump out. Cause, That's good. Because when I when when he jumped out of that plane, I was just like. I, and of course, my mind is thinking that he's going to survive. So I was just like. Oh, you're never going to survive. <laughs> Sorry. Think, so my note was like. There's no way that he's gonna that he can survive. Thinking that he's going to that he can survive this, and then when they showed his body floating in all the blood, I was like, "Oh, he didn't survive." Nope. And my next note, he didn't survive. Yeah, Yumi out dies. Everyone dies. I had to rewind it because I was like, "He looks a little rough." Yeah, is he, he is, gonna make it? He is splattered. Yeah, I was just like, "There's no way." But yeah, I would have at least I would have attempted to see if I could at least get it a bit lower. Because we all know that you pull it forward, you go up. What's that? What's that called? What's that thing called mm-hmm. in a plane? The driver's wheel. The no. joystick. No. The, um, um, the throttle. No. The. I can't believe. When you say it, we're going to know it, right? It's called the yoke. Oh, I didn't know that shit. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, That's also in eggs. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's also something you hold up. Like, for strong men hold it. Don't worry about it. It's a thing. <laughs> You're yoking on. Yeah. Everyone dies. Um, <laughs> listen to questions. Everyone dies. That's it. That's all you need to know. I like this film. I like it a lot. I wouldn't rewatch it regularly, but the fight scenes are enough to hold it up. It's it's very very good. Fight scenes are good. Um, overall, it has a great cast. Uh, just through a few fight scenes. That's what he said. The fuck is he talking about? All the fight scenes are good in this. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's necessary to. Fast I think that's mental. I think Cyrus. What Cyrus just said is mental. I would agree. I, I wouldn't fast forward through any of the fight scenes. No, I'd fast forward through some some of the hijinks, stuff. comedy. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, what fight scene would you fast forward through? I don't know. I was playing WoW. And I was like, I get fights and fight scenes. Shame. I wanted. I needed the plot more than the fight scenes. No, no, you're wrong. Well, if I didn't know the plot, then I'd be useless. You are useless. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I disagree. I would. All right. Listener questions. Listener questions. Let's jump onto it. Okay. Uh, I got a lovely email from Chris, my good buddy Chris. Uh, he's the okay. only person that emails into the show. But you know what? I fucking appreciate it. And to be honest, I should read the email out for you guys because I haven't read that to you. But I, I will do that later. Okay. Um, but he asks some questions. He says, so on to the questions. For you, sir, which is me, is there a movie or movies for the podcast that Devin and Cyrus would predict liking but would actually also that I would predict you liking that you actually hate <laughs> based on your knowledge of the movie and their preferences or ones that they would anticipate that I would anticipate you hating that you would actually enjoy I feel like it'll be the first one for us fucking all Chris all of them I hope to death that they love every single film and they hate every single film. I hate almost and, every single. And I've gotten to the point now I hate all of them. where I don't even think they'll like any of them anymore. I have gotten to the point now that I'm going to be honest. Oh yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's sad. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. sad. No, no, it's not that I don't give a shit. That lowers my spirits a little bit, to be honest. It's just like I. We're here, Cyrus. Should we no, just no. do it, Devin? Should it just be me and you? No, it's not <laughs> what I mean. I'm happy to do the podcast. I'm just like. The movies that you give I me, think, like nine times out of ten, I'm like. Mm. So I, th- I guess it's safe to say Cyrus. I don't want to will not be a will not be a fan. Will never be a fan of kung fu films. No, I'm, I can I, fake it if you like. No, no, I, it's not a genre that you like, and that's fine. I'm determined to find one that you'll actually enjoy. Just one that you'll go like, oh my god, that was really Black good. Mask, dude. Yeah, Black Mask was one, but I'm still. I want to find the next Black Mask. I want to find one where you're just like, I enjoyed that. That was fun. Where do you feel like you were? Uh, I stand. I I am really happy with you. Episodes. I think hey. I think you've enjoyed way more than I ever thought you would. Yeah. So I'm happy with that. You know, you don't like every single one, and I know that. I think with you, I think you're a fight fan. You like the films simple and with fights. Yeah. You don't like too many no hijinks or shenanigans. Silly, right. no nonsense is perfect. You like the films to be no nonsense. And I think you Unless like... Unless there's a nice balance between. Yes. And I think that neither okay. of you... Encounters of the spooky kind. I think you both... Lots of nonsense. Lots of nonsense. But it was, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> I think both of you struggle with, like, 80s shit. Like, I think both of you just, like, roll your eyes and just, like... 80s comedy or 80s fashion or just like oh i can't i can't handle this i feel like 80s is such a <laughs> uh such a terrible not a terrible uh time period but just a strange time period and for kung fu films yeah there's yeah. like for instance yeah. like um leave the weapon is in the 80s right but that's just like typical like hollywood yeah. action shoot them up blow them up so Hong Kong eighties was very different to America. Yes, and it's just not not something that yeah, you know, like that sweet. There's a lot of there. there's a lot of peripheral uh, hijinks or just useless like side bits. Yeah. So Chris, honestly, I'm like I'm tired of going like oh maybe they'll like this one. I've kind of stopped doing that now. I just there is one coming up. Funny enough, our next film, the next film we're doing, what it was made in what 2003 or something it's an it's an up-to-date one it's newish it's 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 a th- like an action thriller it's a combination of fucking uh uh the professional and taken so i imagine you might like our next film um it sounded good so yeah it's, I w- it's, it's I pretty straight to the forward point. to it uh chris also asks Devin and cyrus if you hosted the podcast holy what shit. niche area of interest- we've never done a podcast alone 
No, no never. I'm always going to be That'd on That'd be these. fucking wild. You can't do this shit without we me. Would, <laughs> we wouldn't know what to do. No, we wouldn't. No. I would be interrupting you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we'd probably be making lots of small talk. Yeah, we'd oh we'd do our classic. Oh, I like your jumper. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> terrible. You know that's a joke, right? Like, kind of want it. What? What's a joke? My whole like small talk thing. Like, oh, of course, that's not. I'm like, why would I ever say? No, of course. Oh, but what? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When was the last time you did laundry? Yeah, of right. course, of course. <laughs> but which niche area of interest would you try to get your co-host into? That's me, bitches. Fighting games. Okay, fighting games is a good one. All right. Be mine. Uh, Cyrus does try to get me into fighting games. I come over. He shows me fighting games. And to be honest, kind of enjoy it. It's a lot. I don't understand the science of it. There's lots of scientific shit. Like, you know that big, uh, that famous gif with all the fucking math signs going around their head? Uh, that's that's me. That, that's me. Yeah, exactly. I don't get it. Um, but I kind of enjoy it. Devin, what interest would you try and get us into? Crocheting. No. I'll be honest. Devon is very well-rounded. She doesn't have many specific interests. No. I feel like, yeah, that was that. At first, that was my first thought. So either crocheting or, like, mindfulness or meditation. That's it. That's it. Stretching. That's it. Yeah. No, she'd get us into, like, well, positive thinking, breathing, yeah. meditation. Nah, so. Fucking all that. Yeah, she'd get us into that. She's, she's become a bit of a hippie over the last few years. Yes. Right yeah. now, I have a book that I'm slowly making my way through when I need to... Uh, Wind down. It's called uh, Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits by uh, James Clear. So, yeah, it's about all about how to change uh, your habits for the better. Yeah. All right. That's a perfect answer. <laughs> Nail those two. All right. Um, what well, you can ask me? What I'd get you into? Yeah. Kung Fu films. Yeah. Looking forward to it. If I had another, <laughs> if I had another choice, probably hip hop. I'd try and get you into. Yeah. Hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should start like playing one hip hop song each episode. I respect to into that. I respect old school hip hop a lot. I understand the language and everything. It, um, it just doesn't grasp me. That's all. Okay. Okay. A mock pal asks, uh, and my question for y'all is: If I were to spend a week with you, where you grew up, and at our current age, where would you take us? So you're your current age, but a mock pal comes to stay with you. Where would we go? Where would you go? Where would you hang out? Probably foe or fa. That's a good one. If wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Read the question. So if he, he just was, hung out with you right now, where would you take him? But, but said, where but you grew up. Where, we grew, where I grew up. Where you grew up. Oh. Uh, well, where I grew up was easy, yeah. pretty close Where'd to Where'd you here. grow up? Here, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, um... Close to here. The one that starts with G. Okay. Gaithersburg? That's the one. Georgia? Gaithersburg. Yeah. So it would be, for me, it would, it would, be, it would be a mall. Mall? Yeah, I believe it would probably, yeah, it would, it would, yeah, it would be a mall. It would be um, St. Charles Town Center Mall, probably. There's nothing to do in my hometown. <laughs> so literally, and I, I hope, I hope you're a drinker, because we could only go to pubs. Um, probably not best for me to go to pubs, but that's the only place I could take you. I take you to pubs, so we you could drink, not me. You could drink all day. We'd play some pool, uh, maybe go for some decent food, an Indian or something. But really, I come from a small town in North Wales where there is very. I don't know if there's stuff to do now. I don't know. Probably, 
probably there's more stuff to do now because you know I, I should ask my friends because they still live there but uh yeah i i don't know uh back in back in my day there wasn't really much to do other than well drink really go to pubs and drink yeah and i had an interesting like um experience because none of my friends lived anywhere near me i went to private schools and like so i lived in maryland but my private school was in D.C. Fancy. So all of my friends, right. we lived That's in nice. different parts of D.C. and Maryland. And we, just, over here. <laughs> and we just went to school there. So it was always a concentrated. It was a very it was an effort for us to hang out. It was, someone would have to drive someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. So during the week. I mean, yeah, I didn't hang. I was at home. The sad truth of the matter. Same thing with my with my uh, high school public school various parts of maryland where my friends lived so yeah it was always an effort what was what was more fun private school or public school i never into a public school i thought you said high school public school private school shit private all the way yeah damn she loved her privates mm. ryan's <laughs> um honestly to be honest if you came to my hometown we would probably just sit around at my mom's house and watch movies there's not much else to do maybe yeah. that's why i like kung fu movies so much yeah, that is why I like kung fu movies so much. I just stayed at home and watched movies. That's all. I yeah, did. that's what I did. I stayed at home. I watched. Yeah, I watched TV. Damn. And we're boring bastards. Aren't we? I know, right? Uh, or I went out maybe on the weekends. I went. Sorry, to the, dude. I went to the mall. I was social as shit. <laughs> but that, yeah, but because your 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 yeah your environment your situation was different. Your friends were yes. around you. I had a easily very accessible good situation. I and then yeah, you lived around to all here. My parents' house, right? And then my yeah, houses. your friends' houses. All yeah. of my parents' houses. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> um, my Rodis, well, I believe, is new to the podcast or hey. hasn't asked a question before. Welcome. He says, "Hey man, yeah, welcome. Hey man, got a question for you. What are some of the good jumping vampire martial arts flicks? Saw one on a video clip that looked pretty good, but it didn't have a name posted, like the Jiangxi." Um, Encounters of the spooky kind. Devin's got your number one answer there. Encou- Is that your favorite movie we've seen so far? Yes. Yeah, I think so. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Encounters of the the only one that Cyrus hasn't seen. <laughs> Encounters of the spooky kind is amazing. If you haven't, I really seen- do think you would like it, Cyrus. Mm. If you haven't seen Mr. Vampire, definitely watch Mr. Vampire. And to be honest, if you like that stuff, some of them are misses rather than hits. But watch Mr. Vampire, Mr. Vampire two, three. Four, however many there are, go through all the Mr. Vampires. Watch Vampire's Breakfast. That's a really, really cool one. Um, watch. It's an interesting film, although I don't love it that much. There was a, a fairly recent one made um, from like 2000, I don't know, 10 or something called Rigor Mortis. Uh, you might want to watch that. I don't love it, but it's interesting. Um, uh, Robo Vampire. Uh, I don't recommend that one. It's not great, but it's kind of fun. Um, and then there was another one. Fuck, why can't I remember what it's called? V for Vampire. V- yeah, that's right. That's right. Interview with the Hopping Vampire. Um, yeah, they're all the ones I can. There are tons of them out there. I'll I'll try and. Uh, to be honest, I love the genre, and I haven't watched enough of them because uh, they're hard to find. A lot of them. They're hard to get on. I don't buy DVDs anymore. I only buy Blu-rays. Uh, so they're really, really hard to find because they're not released on Blu-ray. So I haven't seen a ton of them. But you might find a bunch on YouTube. But honestly, I wish I knew more about them. Um, um, there's one with Morgue in the name, but I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember what it is. Mortuary, Mortuary Blues. That's another one. I think that has hopping vampires in it. I've got it, but I haven't watched it yet. But a lot of people say it's great. But that's more of a comedy than a martial arts film. Um, 
But yeah, Mr. Vampire and Encounters of the Spooky Kind are the main ones. They're fantastic. Give them a watch. Real quick. Yes. Um, you know how I said that The Conjuring was like, man, yeah. it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Did you watch it? I was watching some TV and a commercial happened. <laughs> I don't know about this, but I watch commercials. Okay. I'm not a stream stream kids like you. Okay. <laughs> um, so I went, yeah, let's just make sure that I was correct. Yeah. So I went back to The Conjuring. This shit's scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Nothing was happening. A couple knocks here, a yeah, couple yeah, knocks yeah. here. The guy from Office Space is walking down. I was like, okay, <laughs> I got it. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Man. The next commercial, it's the girl in the, her bed. Yes. And she looks under her bed. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, said, I said last on my remote. <laughs> I said, I don't want to think about it. So I stopped it right okay. there. I'm doing it solid. That's another one we can watch for like a bonus episode. I'm scared again. Someone actually did put a bonus episode to us, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, I think it was Martial Arts Film Freak. He just mentioned that he thinks we should do a bonus Patreon episode where we do watch Die Hard. And we do do a Christmas movie, Die Hard. But I'm not sure Cyrus wants to do that. So speaking of Die Hard, Adam O'Connor 2003 asks us the question, very festive question, I think, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes, hundred percent. And you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I, I'm gonna have a folly up. Folly up. I'm gonna have a folly up, <laughs> and then I'm gonna have a follow up. I'm gonna have a follow up question to to Adams. A, yes, uh, Die Hard is one hundred percent a Christmas movie. But B, what makes a Christmas movie for you guys? Right. So here's the thing, because some people think if it's like very like Santa y or um just uh where it's nonstop just Christmas and jolliness yeah. and yada yada yada. And um in my opinion, but then again, hmm. like like you said, like we were talking earlier when we were doing um the video for Patreon, um the long kiss goodnight takes place during That's Christmas. That's the one I was going to bring up. I don't up. consider that a Christmas movie. Interesting. So why I think Die does Hard Die 2 Hard, is at Christmas So as why well. does Die Hard uh, why is Die Hard a Christmas movie when it takes place during Christmas? But yet I don't consider A Long Kiss Goodnight a Christmas movie. John, I, I, have, a, I have a kind of answer. Ooh. A Christmas now, movie uh, in my head. Now I'm rethinking. I think I'm with you. I think it has to have a Christmas song in it. Or Christmas music in it. Is there a Christmas song in Die Hard? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's got the Run DMC, uh, Christmas in Hollis, Queens. He's listening to it. Oh, in the, the limo. The limo. But wait, there has to be Christmas music then in The Long Kiss Goodnight. But that's what I'm saying. Is it not a Christmas music? Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, this is, who, who asked this question? Uh, Adam. He didn't ask this one. This is my question to you guys. Okay, shit. That's a fucking great question. Adam asked if Die Hard is a, is a, uh, is a Christmas. But does that have Christmas music in it? Die Hard. Oh, yeah, I just said it. It's the fucking... Yeah. There's, a, there's almost three different things happening. Is a Christmas movie a movie that just happens during... Or comes out during Christmas, a blockbuster of sorts? Or is it a movie about Christmas? Or is it a movie about Christmas? It has to have Christmas in it. It has to have Christmas in it. Well, then A Long Kiss Goodnight is a Christmas movie. But is it? Exactly. So then why is that not... So you're saying for the simple fact because Die Hard has a Christmas song in it... I think... But there has to be a Christmas song in Long Kiss Goodnight. Why? Because it's during, because remember, she's in her house, they're decorating, there's, oh, there's, it wasn't, weren't there like carolers? Oh, uh, maybe there were carolers, Wait, okay. so by that definition, every movie ever made that has any Christmas song in it is a Christmas movie. Got him! 
No, no, no. If it has Christmas music, no, there has to be multiple things. If it has a Christmas song and it's set at Christmas, Home Alone has loads of Christmas music in it. What if it's a movie that is through goes through uh, various um, uh, stages of time, like through like a no, year, no, a number no, of no. years, and you get nope. you get some Christmas scenes That's in not it? A Christmas movie? No, nope. it's not a Christmas movie. Because no. you get some Christmas, and you probably nope. and you might get a Christmas song. No. Nope. Doesn't he's count. Made his mind up. <laughs> so it's one period, one total yeah. period of time. Yeah, it has to be set at Christmas. The whole film. <laughs> I touched your knee. She just touched my leg. <laughs> Fuck is going on? I'm gesturing. I don't like I it. This is happening almost every. <laughs> yes, I don't like these caresses. And I really like to keep my boundaries. Yeah, David caress over there. I like it. Um. Oh man. Well, then, 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 by that standard, a long kiss goodnight is a Christmas movie. We have to watch that film again and decipher whether it has Christmas songs in it. I feel like it does. I, I, in the beginning, before uh, before her uh, memory pops up. Oh, and then they go ice skating later, so there's probably mm-hmm. Christmas music playing, being played. Yeah, when she's day. in her house and it's all Christmas. Maybe Long Kiss Goodnight is a Christmas movie then. I don't know what that movie is. <laughs> it's got Gina Davis in it and Samuel L. Jackson. It's really fucking oh, good. Remember where she's yeah. like an assassin and she gets her memory back, so she cuts her hair like and it's blonde and dies it blonde. Yeah. You don't know Long Kiss Goodnight? Bomb movie. You have to watch a Long Kiss Goodnight. Samuel L. Jackson goes da na 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 na. Got my wallet in my left pocket. Da na 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 na. I'm a gun in my right, and he he does that to remind himself of things. He like does that song. Da na 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 na. There's a guy waiting for me outside. Da na na na. Yeah, it's like he's a bad memory or what? Yeah, yeah. Just it's just a way of. Oh, it's such a good film. Yeah, never seen it. Well, no, so good. It looks right? kind of silly. It's oh no, not, it's great. Right. It is not silly. It is kind of silly. Oh, it's it's it's, it's really good, good though. Yeah, I think it's hard to decipher what's a Christmas movie, but Die Hard is certainly a Christmas movie. And like to me, the ultimate Christmas movie. What's the ultimate Christmas movie for you? I'll say mine. To me, it's Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone. I don't think there's any other Christmas movie that does more than that. Like, it's are you a fan of Home Alone? Yeah, yes. Okay, I'm just actually, asking. actually, no. Uh, what? I what? It's what? Not mine. It's great. It's not mine though. Wait, wait. But you're a fan of Home Alone. Oh, of course. Oh, but it's getting, not mine. I thought you were saying no. I was no. Like, what are you talking about? No, Home, Home Alone, Alone is, is the greatest children's film ever made. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Oh, Back. sorry. No, no. There's no Pixar movie better than Home Alone. My Christmas movie is Love Actually. That's mine too. Do you know what? I would tell you both to get the fuck out of here, <laughs> but I've never seen Love Actually. Oh, you're in for a treat. Oh, how have boy. you not had me sit through Love Actually? I don't know. You're not going to sit through it. You're going to experience it. <laughs> it's not on Netflix. We should watch it this Christmas. It's okay. fucking great, dude. Yeah. It's just multiple stories about love, baby, and they intertwine, and it's great. beautiful. I like it. I like yeah. the idea of it. I love love actually. It's got it's got Rick from Walking Dead in there. You think yeah. I could be the voiceover guy for a commercial? Like, no, definitely not. I know because you see how I said it. No one's gonna watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> love actually is not better than Home Alone, though. No chance. Thompson is for in me, it. For me, but that's Rick not where we're. That's not that wasn't the question. I was just like, oh, is it more Christmas? Is it Christmas? or what's your like? You Christmas asked, what's your yes. ultimate Christmas yeah, movie? Yeah, okay. you said Home Alone. I'm saying Love Actually. I need to watch Home Alone again. It's funny. Real quick. Home Alone, what's the best uh, booby trap? Do you know what? Oh. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let me think of them all. Um, go ahead. What's yours? You already know yours? I'm going to go for one that isn't quite obvious. I'm going to go for one that people don't often talk about. When he's in the cellar and he turns the light on and the iron falls down on his face. People talk about that. <laughs> oh, do they? Tell me. Oh, most people talk about the blowtorch, though. <laughs> he's like, oh! 
<laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. He's just uh, move, move away from the blowtorch. It's good though. It's a veto. It's perfect. Joe Pesci. Oh, Joe Pesci. How dare you say the veto? Oh, that's what I mean. Joe Sorry, Pesci. I thought I, I thought I said the tall guy's name by accident. Oh no, no. God, Joe Pesci and Danny DeVito are the same person. Oh, funny on your brain then. Yeah. Uh, one that I somehow sticks with me is the hot doorknob. Yeah, it's a classic. I just liked it. I it's, don't know. It's the most painful one. Yep. And I like afterwards he's going whoop, whoop, blowing on his palm, which is quite funny. Also, one of the hardest ones is the tins of paint off the uh, off the top of the. Oh, side. those guys get yep. sucked. Yep. yep. Off their feet. Yep. Oh, and the micro machines. Oh, there's so many good ones. What's <laughs> yours? Do you do you remember any? Um. Oh yeah, I remember them. Then all the ones you mentioned were great. Just um the. Uh, just it's very simple, but yep. uh, the the ice on the sidewalk and just oh, constantly yeah. like when they can't get up. Yeah, so <laughs> why are, why are we not watching Home Alone right? Turn now? Turn it off. Okay. Turn this off. Oh. <laughs> also, one of the best ones and the most painful one is just a simple one, just a nail on the yep. stairs. Oh, that was yeah, that was one hundred percent a yikes. <laughs> yeah, and just he takes his socks and shoes off because, because he's stuck on the on the tar, and he yeah. slowly pierces his foot. Ooh. Yep, and it was one hundred percent a yikes. Yo, who wants to do uh, us to do Home Alone? <laughs> I'll fucking do. I will happily do that shit. We might, we might. Our Christmas episode. I'm not kidding. Might be Home Alone, but it might be a Patreon exclusive. There's some martial arts in there. Yeah, <laughs> fighting not in sure there. About that. It might be Patreon only, but uh, we might do Home Alone. Uh, anyway, um, I'm so sorry, Ice. I- I'm not sure I'm going to say your second name right. I-, I know it's not your real name, but Ice Kaisi. Kaisi. Go on. No, you got it. Yep. Kaisey? Kaisey. I'm so sorry if we got it wrong. And he says, um, for the group, who's your favorite of the three dragons? Three dragons being Jackie Chan, Yoon Biao, and Sammo Hung, because you both looked at me like you had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, I didn't. Sammo. Sammo? What the fuck is... What? That is some bull. Jackie's your favorite? It's not even a question, dog. You're wrong, it's Sammo. Oh! Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Sammo. Sorry. Wow. Man, when you're wrong, you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jackie's nice with it, but also I love Yoon Biao as well. But Sammo just, I think, when in all of the films that we have seen with him in it, uh, his fights, his uh, choreography, yeah. Sammo's my favorite kung Sammo. fu actor yeah. of all time. Sammo's my all-time Sammo. fave. More than Gordon Liu, more than Alka Lung. Just... Isn't Jackie Chan like your idol? Uh, no, actually, Samuel Hung has always been the one that I've talked about most. Jackie Chan, I would like to talk to and like sit down and have a chat with. But Samuel Hung has like my been always my because I always looked up to Samuel Hung when I was young because he was fat and I was fat and I was just like, if he can do that shit, mm. anyone can do that shit. It turns out not true. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I but cannot he, do a somersault. He's he's, he's pretty sweet. A somersault, a standing somersault. Are we getting somersault mixed up? Cartwheel? Oh, I'm not even sure I can do a cartwheel sure anymore. Fuck, I can't do a cartwheel. <laughs> oh, hell oh, no. Oh, God, no. I'm actually, the actual idea of doing a cartwheel right now is terrifying. You want to try while we're on the podcast? Don't, no. please don't. You, I don't want anyone to hurt no. themselves. Yeah. My back is broken and I can do a cartwheel with my eyes closed. Oh, it's I can... terrifying now. <laughs> I don't know why. Really? I'm so scared that I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna hurt myself. Devin, you're not going to do a cartwheel. I Oh, you're not doing cartwheels. You're not. Oh, no, I won't no, no. I'm, no, no, no. I'm not. But I'm just saying, like, if some, yeah, but the idea of it, which is why I'm certain I can't do it now. Okay. 
Uh, Ice, I hope that answers. Two, two for Samo, one for Jackie. Ice, Ice. Comma Candlelinks hits us with 900 questions. And you know what? I appreciate <laughs> you because you give us so many good ones. And uh, I, I, yeah, I really appreciate it. Question for Sean and Devin. Sorry, I was just left out on this I'll one. Be out. Have you had times in your relationship where you've been jealous of one another? Do you have any stories? No. Yes. Yes, really? We got stories, baby. I don't got no stories. I got stories. You got stories. So, um, early on in our relationship, I was a very jealous man. Very jealous. And we're talking about like... Oh, I thought he I thought he was referring to jealous of each other. No, I don't think so. Oh. No, like have you been... Wait a minute, read the question again. Oh, maybe. Question to Sean and Devin. Have you had times in your relationship where you've been jealous of one another, I suppose? Do you have any stories? If he specifically wrote jealous of one another. Oh, I'm not treating yeah. it like that. No, I'm not treating it like that. Because <laughs> we're not jealous of one another. Why would we be? I mean, I'm jealous of your uh, your uh, storytelling and writing ability. You're very good at those things. Have you ever, so the, the flip side, have you ever been jealous of like me like talking to a woman or being? No. No? No. I have. Well, I know you have. Early on in our relationship, I was mm-hmm. very, a very jealous person. Um, Devin had uh, a best friend who was male. And, uh, I would have called him a best friend, but he was a good friend. Devin had a good friend who was male. I was her best friend. And, <laughs> sorry, she's a best friend now. And I was actually very jealous. Like I didn't, didn't like I had jealous moments. And I remember specifically one time. You probably don't even remember this. One time, Devin was uh, very friendly with a waiter we had. This is early on in our relationship. A server, sorry, not waiter. And I got a little bit jealous, and I, I brought it up, and I thought she was being a bit sassy, not sassy, but saucy with him. And uh, I, I was a bit jealous that day. And, uh, I don't remember that, I mean, okay. This, it was probably in like the first fucking two months of us being together, and we've been together for like ten years. So, okay. um, I used, Yeah, I used to be really jealous. Like the Wait, I, well, what about jealous of like something that of I you? can do? Yeah, or of me, or, or whatever. I'm jealous of um, Devin's... Um, uh, logic, like her ability to assess a situation and work on that situation. I'm definitely more of an emotional person than she is, and I'm not. That's not a slight to her. It's quite the opposite. It's a slight to me. I get very emotional and very like wound up and emotionally invested. She's very like she can work things out and very. She's very smart and very logistically smart. And I, I'm not at all. I'm not at all. She's a uh, yeah, yeah. She can uh, really break down a situation and do a good job at that. Um, what else am I jealous of you about? Uh, I'm jealous that your mum lives in the same country as you. Uh, I am a little bit jealous of that. That's very yeah. fair. Yeah, I am a little bit. I don't get to see my mum. So I'm sometimes jealous because uh, Devin speaks to her mum probably once a week on the phone. Yeah, I speak to my mum probably about once every eight months, maybe on the phone. Um, if that, maybe once a year. So I am a little bit jealous that uh, she gets to... I do think you should call her more. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, but I don't get jealous of her a lot. Like, she's... she's. Yeah, I don't get jealous of her. She's, <laughs> like, even if she does something better than me, like, I appreciate that. That's what makes her so amazing. Like, I, I appreciate those things. I don't really get jealous of them that because... I, you know, that's not to be too sappy or anything, but that's why I love her because she does these things better than me. And she has these yeah. things that shine. And yeah, yeah. Oh, well, look at you two. Yeah, no. <laughs> you guys Maybe. should start dating yourself. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, some questions for Cyrus. Oh, uh, <laughs> these are wild. I wasn't expecting that, honestly. I don't even know if I want to ask these. 
What? Really? You can't even ask him? Holy if Sean, I hear these questions. If Sean was out of the room and Devin flirted with you or touched you inappropriately, oh, she already she I d- see. <laughs> would you I tell Sean? I see why you don't want to. Absolutely. You would? Why wouldn't I? That's not right. You tell me? Yeah. Okay. Cyrus is a good friend. So if I if, would t- Oh. If Devin, <laughs> if Devin grabbed your nuts when I was out of the room and I came back, would you tell me later, privately, or would you be like, when you were out of the room, <laughs> Devin fucking grabbed me? What would you do? Hmm. I like these questions, by the way. These make us think. I may wait until it's appropriate kind of okay. person. But, yeah. So you would tell me? Yeah. Okay. Good I'm man. trying to be funny here, but yeah, dude. Best man over here. There's another question for you. Yeah, best man. <laughs> One more. Cyrus. Devin touched me last um, <laughs> podcast. Touched you a minute ago. This oh. is a pro- an appropriate time. <laughs> if Devin and Sean came to you together and asked you to join them in the bedroom. <laughs> okay, well, these are just funny questions. <laughs> would you still be friends with them? And I think that's a really interesting. Oh, that is I, didn't, interesting I didn't see question. that curveball. I know you wouldn't join us, obviously. Right, but obviously. Or would you? <laughs> I mean, I'd film but it. So but if he would say no, but then would he still be? Would you still be, be our friends? friends? If we came to him, like, that's me and Devin, so insane. <laughs> because it's an impossible question for you to ask me. Why? So the, because you would never ask me that in a billion years. Do you want? Do you want to <laughs> hop in bed with me and my wife? You would never ask me we that. Talked so about spicing things up. Maybe. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer must be, it's an impossible answer. So it can't be. An- if you seriously were like, hey, man, yeah, yeah, that's like what after about. a couple of hours where I was hanging out, you're yeah. like, things, uh, we just want to spice things up. Yeah. And you're the closest one to us, and we wanted a third, but we can't find anyone else. But you are, you're very open. You've been our buddy for ages. We know you, <laughs> we, know, we know you intimately, and we want, you know, us, you to know us a bit more intimately. Oh would you consider? You know what I, I would do? I, was take, I would take a moment. Yeah. I would process it. Yeah. I would lean towards you. Go get the and I'd slap the <laughs> shit out of you. <laughs> I, know, I think that's a great yeah. question. That's that a, is a beautiful question. question. You know what I think? I think you would stay being our friends. But I think you would be like, no. I'm please, not. Please don't. I'm not going to not yeah. just kick my best friend out because <laughs> he said some wild shit one time. <laughs> yeah. That's a great question. When you that came over here, I'd I'd wear pants and long shirts. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You'd and be I'd like cross my legs. Yeah. And I wouldn't be on the same couch. You wouldn't be as on you. the same. Right? Yeah, yeah. Good question. It is a very good. What question. do you, you thought? I mean, what? Well, there's no way you think I'd say anything different than that, right? No, you would never even consider it. No, no. I don't even consider having sex with women at this time. <laughs> you should, or anybody. <laughs> no, there's no way. No way. Um, martial arts film freak. Question for everyone. This, I like this question, but it is one of the most mental questions we've had. <laughs> you know how the movie Poltergeist used real skeletons because it was cheaper than getting fake ones. Whoa, I did what? not know that. Didn't you know, know that? you know when she's in the pool and the, all the skeletons yeah. float. Didn't uh, see they're it. all real skeletons. Didn't see it. What do they do? Okay. Dig them up? Did they grave I rob? I, I don't think so. Yo, real quick. Yeah. I went to Greece when I was 15, and in graveyards, they're just like bones hanging out. Gross. They're just like, well, we're kind of lazy. And no, one, and no one really gives a shit. Nice. 
if you could donate your skeleton to be used in any film, what would you choose? It may, he says it may be the only way I get into Star Wars, so I'd go with that. I don't think they show skeletons in Star Wars. I but think Star Wars did. are too family friendly. But if they did, he would be Star Wars. I would want my skeleton to be in the fucking scariest film ever. So The Conjuring or Paranormal Activity. I want it to be in a scary film. I don't want it to just be in the oh, background yeah. of fucking Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana Jones would be a good one, actually. Come to think about it. Like one of those yeah. skeletons he comes across in like a cave that's all fucked up that, and like, mangled. So he triggers something and it yeah, like yeah, exactly. lunges at him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, would go, I would go with a horror film. Yeah, horror film, right? That's the only one where it would have a good impact. Yeah, because it's not going to work if you're just like in a in a classroom, in a biology classroom, in a comedy. It right. just wouldn't work as good. Right. And someone's like, someone's like, that's my dad. Yeah, <laughs> look at him. He's dead. as shit. Yeah, I I think it'd have to be some kind of really fucking scary, uh, like a Blair Witch Project or something spooky for me, or a porno. <laughs> Just throw oh me God. in a porno now for some reason. What about in like a Hannibal Lecter movie? Yeah, that's kind of horror, almost. Or a thr- uh, thriller. Yeah, it's science of land of horror. Uh, psychological thriller. Psychological thriller. I'd say horror. Here's a question for you: The first Terminator is that a horror? No, no, it is. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for listening to our opinions. <laughs> You're both wrong. It's listed as a horror film. I wonder if it is. I'm Science fiction, dog. Science fiction. Science fiction horror. I think it's a horror film. It's not. It's, it's basically a slasher. She's got someone stalking her and killing get people it, along the way. It's still a. a it's a robot. It's yeah, a but he's guy. like, I need your your bicycle and all this. <laughs> whatever he says. It's a sci-fi. Your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. I, I kind of nailed that voice though. Pretty good. It's listed as a. Get fucked. <laughs> It's listed as an action sci-fi. Uh-huh. I, I think it I think it passes I think it could be labeled as a horror. I'm Is not saying Predator a horror movie? Mm, that's a good question. What do I predators would... do? Predator Do predators stalk their prey, Devin? <laughs> they, they do indeed. Mm. Not in a slasher way though. That's very much like an alien, like sci-fi way, not in a slasher way. But he, Terminator, Terminator stalks Terminator is not prey, a, but, but he that's doesn't not slash a slasher him up. He just goes, film. "I need your keys." Your no, boots, he said your he's fucking. But he's going to kill people, so it's still an action. Yeah, action sci-fi. Your mom's an. I think you. Got, I think you got God on that one. I think so. And I'm not joining the threesome. I'm still. I'm still not quite. I still think. I still think the Terminator could be considered a horror, but no. But I'm willing to concede and say. It's more an action sci-fi. Fine. All right. Yeah. But I still think it has horror elements. I will say that. Um, Martial Arts Film Freak asks me, in the 2002 Eminem song, Till I Collapse, he lists his top MCs. He says, Reggie, Jay-Z, Tupac, and Biggie, Andre from Outcast, Jada, Corrupt, Nas, and then me. Fuck is Jada Corrupt? <laughs> There's two different rappers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jadakiss? <laughs> okay. Jadakiss and Corrupt from the Dog Pound. Fuck. Uh, thoughts on the list from a 2002 perspective? Uh, you've got That's some... A question. Cisco, Cisco. That's why he says for you. Oh, Meaning didn't for hear me. that. Um, so Reggie is one of my top favorites. If anyone doesn't know who Reggie is, it's Redman. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, did not know that. Reggie Noble is his real name. I actually don't know much about him, but I just like his voice. Mm-hmm. He's got a great voice. And he's a funny man. Redman is one of my favorite MCs of all time. Definitely, I would even go as far as to say top three. I love Redman. Jay-Z, all-time favorite. Uh, no, sorry, not all-time favorite. All-time great, he's definitely not my all-time favorite. All-time great, no one can argue Jay-Z has had one of the most consistent careers in hip-hop history. Definitely one of the best. Tupac, pfft, 
Um, you can, I can, I can take or leave Tupac. He's not in my top thirty rappers of all time. Oh, that's saying some stuff. Maybe not even top fifty. Um, Tupac doesn't know it. Biggie is maybe my number one. I think Biggie is maybe the greatest MC of all time. Baby, baby. Um, he just had that voice and that cadence, and just he could do anything, any type of song, he could do it. So it's kind of indisputed, undisputed. That he was like a lyrical genius. Oh, yeah. 100%. And he could spit those bores. He was phenomenal. Like improv style. Just boop, I gotcha. Well, apparently that's Jay-Z. Jay-Z doesn't write things down. Jay-Z just goes into the booth and just spits. Uh, Lil Wayne too. Lil Wayne also does that, yes. Um, famously, there's a clip out there where a woman recites lyrics back to Lil Wayne. And he's just like, dope, who's that? And she's like, that's you. That's and he's cool. just like, I've never heard that in that's my life. Cool. <laughs> that's kind of cool. A lot of people also, unfortunately, think Lil Wayne, due to his drug use, has forgotten a lot of what he's done. But he's also put out like 8,000 songs. So there's a there's a lot lot in that. Scissor. Um, yeah, Biggie's probably my favorite. Andre from Outkast, I love him. Unfortunately, I don't think he did enough. But Outkast is my all-time favorite group of all time, apart from maybe M.O.P., um, Gangstar I love as well but I wouldn't I'd say Outcast is, Outcast is my favorite group of all time so Andre's definitely up there Jada, best, best Outcast song I like Atlians, and I also like Wheels of Steel yep those are great I also like Rosa Parks I also like Skew on the I like a lot <laughs> I like a lot of Outcast songs uh, Jada Kiss, nowhere near. Uh, Jada Kiss is not not my favorite at all. Corrupt, I used to love Corrupt, but he's definitely not in the top ten. Not a chat, not even top twenty. Uh, and then Nas, Nas has to be in everyone's top five. Easily one of the greatest MCs of all time. Maybe mine would go Biggie than Nas. Uh, possibly, maybe. And then Eminem, counting himself as one of the best MCs ever. Get the fuck out of here. Eminem is one of the most technical MCs ever. And one of the most, like, complex, genius rhyme sayers that there are. But you've got to put out good music to be one of the best MCs of all time. And Eminem put out, what, two good albums, in my opinion? I'm not sure he even put out three good albums. He's he's put out some good stuff, but he's not no. He's very complex and he can put words together like no one else. I don't think there's anyone that touches uh, Eminem as far as like his ability to put words together. Someone good music. Someone interviewed him and was like, Hey, can you uh, rhyme orange? He's like, Well, I don't really need to rhyme orange and he just like came up with something that was close to it. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just Eminem's good. He's just not one of my favorites. So I think you've got. I think Redman, Jay Z, and Biggie, and uh, why not Andre from Outcast are all considered top tier. Can we get a white in there? What about the Beastie Boys? One of my get out here. One of the best MCs ever. No, 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 no. I like my sugar with coffee and cream, Sean. <laughs> Yeah. Got to keep it going, keep it going. Full, full speed. Steam. Do you mean to be... Is it full speed or full steam? Full steam. Full steam. That sounds right. Yeah, because yeah. it rhymes with cream. Yeah. Uh, no, I, white MCs, I think it'd be... No so- ice, number one. <laughs> uh, that guy who's Jamaican but Canadian or some shit. Are you talking about Snow? Snow or Chet Hayes? Snow. Okay. It's two. 
I honestly think <laughs> I listened to a lot of like um, pretentious white boy hip hop growing up, so I, it'd probably be Aesop Rock for me. Right, said Fred. <laughs> oh, it's MCs, Jesus. Um, Aesop That's Rock, Slug from Atmosphere, um, yeah, s- stuff like that. Uh, Righty. Yeah, I listened to a lot of white rap growing up. But anyway, that's that's I, I could go on about hip hop for God knows how long. And Sean talking about hip hop and kung fu is me talking about fighting games. So I understand. Yes, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna reel it in and, and not not talk about it anymore. For Cyrus, oh God, I just you hear that. <laughs> if you, you could, get a little, you get a little excited, you get a little scared. If you could be any mythical creature, what would you be, and why would it be a centaur? <laughs> is that for real? The question, or did yeah, you add no, that? No, that's what he adds. I didn't add it. Fair play. <laughs> so, do I answer both of those questions, or do I answer why would I be a centaur? Well, what, what would you what would what would you want to be? Centaur is the top. Is Americans man. say centaur? Hey, we say centaur. centaur. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> centaur. They're very big, very strong, they powerful but you leaders. Could, you could be a a griffin. What would I be? Or a minotaur. Or it was, minotaur. You say, we say minotaur. We say minotaur. Do you? Wild. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Minotaur. Mm, what's a good... Just like, I want to just be... I want to be good at... I don't want to be too big. I don't want to be too small. But I want yeah. some powers. Yeah. I'd be a fucking... Uh, an elf. Like a little elf. I guess that's a mythical creature, eh? Yeah, I guess. I'd be good. I'd be like Dobby. I'd be so nice. <laughs> I could I could snap oh, and be, do some wild shit. You'd be that kind of elf, not like a fucking oh, Lord I, of the Rings yeah, elf. Yeah, I instantly Lord think of Lord of the Rings, of the Rings elf. elf. But they're not mythical creatures. Yeah, they are. They're humanoids. I guess they are humanoids. They're but a race. Dobby isn't. Yeah, Dobby is a he's a wild little guy. Uh, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I wear, I wear like a little uh, pillowcase, <laughs> and I'll go out into the wild like I always do. I you just touched Evan. I didn't. No, oh, okay. Didn't. See, I know not to touch. You know your other. boundaries. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get the three-way started again. Well, when when you are in the three-way, there's no boundaries. There's no boundaries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, dude. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be an elf, man. I could do weird shit okay. without even saying the spells I'm doing. Okay. You just go, boop, and then I'm disappearing. That works. You like I'd, be that? A, I'd be an owl bear. Okay. They're kind of cool. You, you can't speak English, though. That sucks. I don't need English. not very smart either. I mean, he can't fly. Just fucking tear things up. Okay. Be a dragon. Fuck. Dragon's kind of good. Fuck. (laughs) Dragon's pretty good. How would you get into, like, your house? She would need a house. She'd have a cave with loads of gold in it. Ooh, a cave. That sounds great. Yeah, but you're a dragon. You don't give a fuck. You don't need the luxury of a couch if you're a dragon. You're just a a motherfucking dragon. It's a very lonely life. And they're very narcissistic. And lots of them are evil. It'd still be you. It'd still be you. Well, if I'm me and I live in a cave, I wouldn't be a fan. Oh, good point. Good point. And I can't pick up a phone to call my parents because I have dragon hands. <laughs> Just go fly to the house. But, and then land on it by accident and they're gone. You got to fly right. And I sneeze and I light a fire. True. True. Oh, God. This question's cool, making though. me angry. It's still cool, though. It's tough. It's a very good one. You could be a yeah. green dragon. I think they're the nice ones. Oh, are they? I don't know. Okay. Hope I answered that. Elf baby. <laughs> All right. Last one. Rama asks, simple question. I thought we've been asked this before. Best and worst Christmas presents received. I think we have. Yeah. I think we have indeed. Me too. Me oh, too. What's been the best? I know the worst was like, you know, um, rest in peace, grandma. 
but just some, <laughs> just some, like, I don't know why that made me laugh. Just some like weird little like cheap ass like trinket T-shirt. Like, okay, some sort of pink. I feel like it's. I want to say it was like some T-shirt with like a cat or some sort of bullshit on it when I was a kid, when I was like a a kid at an age where I wasn't into anything pink, let alone with a cat on it. Yeah. Um, best. Did you get me this for a birthday or Christmas? Christmas. Then uh, probably my Apple Watch that Sean got me. Sean has gotten me a lot of love, uh, fantastic, wonderful gifts. Um, Thank but, you, Mom. <laughs> but I would say uh, right now, probably my Apple Watch. It's been the most used everyday use. You're making a lot of noise with that mic. I'm really sorry. I'm being fidgety because I'm feeling fidgety. Not fidgety. I'm sorry. Touch Iris if you have to. <laughs> um, worst gift. I, do you know what? I, I find this really, really hard to to uh, to talk about because I I can't think of any really bad gift. In hindsight, I have terrible gifts, but I love them at the time. My mum. Good though. My so mum. There's nothing wrong with that. Once bought me the greatest hits of James Bond films. Yep, yeah. you've you've told you've, yeah. I had all the music from James Bond and do you know what? I listened to the sh- I listened to the shit out of that. Okay. I loved it. That's okay if you haven't had a bad one. If you love them all then that's fine. Yeah, I can't think of a really bad pr- I mean, What's apart the best from one then. My mum buys me socks a lot and some of the socks are a bit questionable, but you know, I think they're cute. They're cute, but they they can be a bit dodgy. Um <laughs> yeah, she doesn't she sends me cute socks. Um, well, that's the point of it. That's the joke. That's the fun of it. Yeah, I guess you're right. Best present? I don't know. The best present in my head. Devin's probably bought me. What's the best present you've bought me? I don't know. What's the best present I've bought you? Would it be offensive if I said a present that wasn't yours? No. The best present ever, I'll be honest with you, was when I was young and my mum bought me my first ever PC. There you go. My mum bought me my first PC and it was packed with that sweet, sweet internet. And I, you I got those you got those AOLs? I didn't. I had um I had a it was it was called FreeServe in the UK. This this program called FreeServe. And uh I fired that up and then from then on the internet was my shit. Like I was on it every single night, all the for hours on end. I was all over the internet. Yeah. So my mum my mum buying me my first PC, I think she even made me go halves on it with her. But yeah, uh, those chat rooms. I was oh baby I was ASL. in ASL rooms I was in ASL I was in Hotmail and I was in Yahoo chat. We're not talking about uh, learning language. <laughs> no, ASL. No, I was not learning ASL. How old are you? What is happening? And you know what I'm. Oh saying? yeah, sorry, sorry, I got confused. I was talking about AIM chat rooms, but ASL. That's the first thing you'd ever type. ASL, ASL, baby. I'm like, yo, I'm 20, ready, ready to mingle. <laughs> I was 12. Oh, I was honest. I was always like 12. Yeah, in Wales. Sex, yes, please. Mm, heard that. Heard that yours. So, I'm getting a little nervous because I have a funny idea. I'll run it by you. Okay. I want to tell you the thing that I got, the best thing and the worst thing. Okay. And then I want to call my mom and have her say, I won't at tell her, I'll say, what's the best thing I've gotten and what's the worst thing I've gotten? Okay. Okay. Maybe okay. I'll just text her. Okay, text her might be better. Okay, cool. Yeah, because... uh Having her on the podcast, she might. I don't know. I think we had her, my, one of my parents on uh, before a while ago. Yeah. All right. That's okay. I'm I'm cooler with that. Okay, but we're gonna end the podcast soon, so you're gonna have to text it. I'll put it in uncut. 
Okay. That's Ooh, so enticing. Wanna, are you going to say what you think, though? It's just so... They, my, my mom will say it in a second. Okay, good. It's yeah. simple. Okay. Ask me the question if you don't mind. What's the best thing you ever got? Video games. <laughs> What's the worst thing you got? Socks. Okay, simple <laughs> answers, simple answers. Shirts. Okay. If she hits either of those, she know, she, she'll know. Okay, so on uh, on Uncut, we're going to uh, get an answer from Cyrus's mom. My mother after the best. the best Christmas gift she ever got, but she probably doesn't even remember. I guarantee my, my mom mother. would say one of two things. She'd say my PC or she'd say my bike. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think my mom would I was, remember. I used to cycle everywhere when she bought me that bike. And then my brother stole it. Yeah, my mom wouldn't. I don't think my mom would remember any, like barely any of the gifts that she's ever gotten me. You know what she'd probably say now? Because I'm an adult man with a job and an apartment. I'm buying Burger King for my friends or uh, thinking about having a threesome with them. Right. Uh, she'd say food. Because I'm just like, Mom, I don't give a shit. She birthday? doesn't buy you food for Christmas, though? No, but birthday and Christmas, I'm like, Mom, if you could make me some grub, but that's, uh, that's the nice. best gift I could ever that's have. That's nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that's good. She does, she, yeah. All right. She does it. We're going to wrap this up because we're going long. Okay. Um, so next episode, we might put out a Christmas episode on Patreon only. I've got to read out the patrons, which I will do now. <laughs> so for those of you that are interested, we may do Home Alone as a Patreon only. If you want to become part of our Patreon, you certainly can for a measly amount of money. We don't ask for much. You can listen to our Food for Thought uncut episodes, um, which come out every uh, after every single well, basically the same day as this episode comes out, we put out Food for Thought Uncut as well. Uncut is where we get a bit spicy, we get a bit naughty, or we get a bit deep, and we get, you know, we get into it. We get into shit. Mm. So, uh, if you want to go ahead and just send us a few pennies, uh, we will certainly appreciate that. And then... Uh, tups, a couple tuppences. Yeah, I'm trying to find the patrons now. Here we go. Found them. So, uh, yeah, if you want to do that, you can uh, come along, join us, and then you get to hear the Home Alone episode. If we can squeeze it in. But... Oh. Let me... Have you seen a Coolio song? I don't think that... I think it was... A th- oh, was it, it someone was else originally? Old, okay. Yeah. Our patrons, and we love them so much, are Shane, Nicholas, Amok, mm-hmm. Pal, Cameron, Kuyokaze, Rama, Disconnected, Tristan Glover, a.k.a. Martial Arts Film Freak, Jack Chu... I feel bad reading out second names. Art School Dropouts, Eloquent, James, Don Jitsu, shout out to Don Jitsu. Actually, we'll talk about that on Food for the Thought Uncut. Uh, Don Jitsu, It's Tofa 9000, Tina, and Benjamin Dyson. It's Tofa 9000! Nice. Sorry. Nice. Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Next episode, we will be doing The Man from Nowhere. Finally! I've been talking about this film for fucking like six months, seven months, and every time we don't do it, I get at least two people messaging me going, why haven't you done Man from Nowhere yet? So we're going to be doing The Man from Nowhere next episode. That will be our dipping our toes back into Korean cinema. We haven't done a Korean film for a while, I think. Okay. Oh, yes, we did. We did... um. Haunted Asylum. Uh, Gunny Jam. Gonjiam. No, it's Gunny Jam. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Look it up. I think you misspelled it. I think you're wrong. Fuck. Gonjiam? It's Gonjiam. I think yeah. it's Gani, but gonorrhea. But just take a look. I'm going to pull it up. Pull and it up. Hey. All right. Pretty sure it's Gonjiam. Anyway, next time we What are... happens if I'm right? What happens if you're right? Um, If, if I'm right, 
I don't know. Or Paul, you just say, oh, I, you know what? I'm sorry about that. Sean is correct. Gonjiam. Gonjiam, baby. <laughs> Why don't you gonjiam the fuck out of here? I'm going to gani <laughs> shit myself. <laughs> I swear I saw it as a gani. All right. Um, so, yeah, next next week, or from two weeks from now, we're going to do uh, Man From Nowhere, and then we'll try and squeeze in that cheeky little uh, Home Alone episode if we can. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, until then, thank you very much, everyone. We appreciate every single one of you. Take care. If you have any questions for the podcast, send them my way on Instagram, foo underscore four underscore thought. Um, if you want to send an email, go ahead. It's food for thought pod at gmail.com. And on Twitter, I'm, I don't know, just food for thought, I think, or something. Food <laughs> for thought pod, maybe. I'm on one of those. I, I'm tweeting out these days, though. I'm tweeting hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm almost at 2,000 followers. Ooh. Yeah. Tweeting, baby. Tweet. We didn't plan that either. No, no. no. All right. Harmonious. Mm. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. We'll see you next no, time. We won't, we won't see you. We will catch you next time. Thank you. <laughs>